<laughs> On this episode of Horribly Awkward, we talk about tech stuff. Rain. We talk about N- Nintendo Switch. Grocery stores. We talk about uh, 4K TVs, 8K TVs. And bad influences. And HDR. And tech. <laughs> <laughs> and more tech. <laughs> Stick around. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Sean, I'm listening to your goddamn latest episode, son bitch. He was talking to that Jason feller, and I heard a lady folk in the background, and uh, 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 he was talking about selling poop in the bag. I want to buy me some of that there uh, green poop. I think, you know, might be tasty, might be good, but you can smoke it. You know, you know how you guys are out there in the uh, California, hey, uh, you can give me some of that there, uh, you know, green poop in the bag. Uh, just point me in a, you know, a right direction. I can say a check, money order. I got one of them fancy credit cards. So, you know, I could use that too. Uh, you know, I also like to know if he has a liquid form. If, uh, uh, ah. You know how you guys are. Anyway, uh, you know I enjoy I, I enjoy I I I enjoy your program. Ah, fuck that. Hey, this is Maggie Carr from Maggie vs. Evil Dead. You can look it up on YouTube. And God have mercy on your soul, because you're about to listen to Sean on Horribly Awkward Podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Sissy Jones from Firewatch. I'm Delilah. I hate to tell you guys, but the rumors are not true. Sean is not horribly awkward. You've all been terribly misled. Hey, y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel on The Walking Dead. And soon as Psychohead, Rob Zombie's new movie, soon to be released, 31. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. Keep tuning in. Follow me. Hey, this is Dragonfly from Pure Gasmic Love. And you are listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's time to get awkward. Horribly Awkward Improv, take one. Action. Fred, dude, dude, Fred, you just got off the plane, man. I know, I know, I know you got off the plane. It's been a long flight, but, but uh, thank you for coming to California to bail me out, man. It, it is, it is getting crazy. There's, it's going to be like three inches of rain this weekend. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. That must be tough. Like I, I know how that gets, you know, cause you know, um, the, the plane almost couldn't take off for the next two weeks because, uh, Kansas city is uh, covered in snow. And then I heard New York, it's just in the ocean, man. Like, oh. but, but you got some rain and that's cool. And you needed me to come out. I love, I love the state. So man is my pleasure. How, I mean, how was your flight? Was it cool? Was it, was it cool? You know, it was okay. I got the, I got, I got the middle seat, man. Like I knew I should have done better, you know, but I booked that Southwest late and you know, I know how it's kind of, hold on. Well, let's get over here, dude. Let's get over here. The guy who's selling umbrellas, man. He's going to close. Hold on. Oh, hold shit. On. I need an umbrella. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Great. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Two umbrellas, please. Two umbrellas. We only have one umbrella. Oh, shit. Uh, it's, it's a big umbrella. We can walk together, I guess. Yeah. I, 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 you seem cool. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's getting crazy out here, man. I was at the grocery store earlier. They had no Doritos. I was trying to. I mean, there's no. There was there was an egg carton, like a like a dozen. There was three eggs in it. Three freaking eggs. Oh, I hate that. 
I mean, like, like when they're on sale, that doesn't mean you get to take part of the carton. You know, like maybe they just don't think the manager will notice. I don't know. I, I, it's terrible. I, it's, it's cr oh my god, this guy over here is eating the other guy's face. The rain is making people crazy. <laughs> what are you doing? You guys have the best drugs in California. Like that makes sense, right? That's had to have seeped into the water. Dude, you don't you don't know what rain is like, man. I mean, I'm sure you have you have snow, but that's just hardened rain. It's it's hard rain you could walk on top of. This is water dumping from the sky. Yeah, well, I mean, actually, uh, you guys get a lot of rain here in California because to hear the news tell it, it's like you guys are always on fire. Dude, dude, you're hogging all the the umbrella, man. You're hogging oh, all the sorry, umbrella. Sorry. Yeah, let's go, yeah. let's go. Let's, go. Show. let's keep walking though. Let's keep walking yeah. up. <laughs> man, so I don't know, man. I was thinking about. I was thinking if you can come and help me how to teach me, because you know how to build houses and stuff. You know, you do the gaming history 101. I figure you teach people things. You even know how to build the house. I need to build a better roof. Dude, I suck at, at, at carpentry. Yeah, my wife does it all. Um, oh, I don't like to talk about it. Yeah. Did, did your, yeah. Wife, your wife didn't come with you, though. N no, no. No, she doesn't do that. Um, uh, uh, come with me. Not yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no. Um. <laughs> But she's really good at finding me YouTube videos. Like I, 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 there was a chip in the in the sink once. I fucking fixed that shit. I bet I bet I could help you out. Oh, cool, I, cool. What's the yeah, right? Everyone, can you suggest a YouTube channel? I got my phone. Uh, yeah, YouTube forward slash. Let's try. Oh, you're taking uh, off the umbrella. Now I'm gonna get my phone wet. Oh, sorry, 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 That's sorry. Cool. Well, I got an otter box, so I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um, let's try YouTube.com slash. Uh, uh, Build this house, right? That that sounds like something that would that would net build results, right? This house. Oh, dude, there's one yeah. right there. It's it says roof repairs in California during rain. Cool. Oh, see, see, oddly specific, but okay. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, dude. You're the man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm what they like to call Google smart. <laughs> and scene. Yay! Hey, Norma. Give us a horribly awkward. 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 Sean, dude, you're horribly awkward. Sean, I know you think this is weird, but it's not as weird as you think it is, dude. Don't think that it's awkward. Welcome to episode 73 of Horribly Awkward. If you want to find out what story Fred told in the intro to fuel that improv skate, you can always find that at the end of the podcast after the wrap-up stuff. So look, find there. It's like a buried treasure. I'm Sean. And again, this is my show. I earned the privilege to host it, so no apologies this week. Sorry, not sorry. Thanks for downloading and listening. I do appreciate it. If you like what you hear, tell your 1080p TV that 4K is almost here. And then tell your 4K TV that 8K is making its way even though 4K isn't even properly settled in. Sound confusing? Yes, because word of mouth is a beautiful thing, so use what your mama gave you. I get a voicemail number, so tell me some stuff and I will play it. That voicemail number is 510-600-3475. I got three voicemails today. I got one from Ray from the Naked Porch Podcast, and I got two voicemails from a secret crazy old guy, I think. Yeah, I don't nice. know. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. 
As always, that number can be found down below in the description. So if you're watching the Nintendo conference on YouTube for some reason because you're late to it, it's cool. Finish that and then later on, look in the description down below and it's right there. You can also reach out to me the old-fashioned way at horribiocrapodcast at gmail.com on today's show. Okay, I've done a few podcasts with this dude. I just never had him on my podcast. You ask why. I mean, it's probably because I'm a, I'm a dick. Um, we did a very confusing podcast together that was kind of, sort of confusing, called The Social Dozen. It was very hard to, oh, yeah. to get that together every week, but I love the idea. It was such a cool, awesome thing. Uh, we, I've, uh, okay, he has a couple other podcasts. One is called Gaming History 101, and I was going to say he had another podcast called The B-Team with our, our buddies Chip Sella, Eli Oliveres, and Ryan, but I guess there's some other news behind that, so we'll find oh, yeah. that out, I guess. Yeah, we'll find that out in a second. Everybody, oh, yeah. welcome Mr. Fred Rojas! <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah! That's a hell of an intro. Thank you. It's it's my pleasure to be on here, man. It's <laughs> because I had a couple drinks before, but I, like I said, the <laughs> intro is done. Let's take some shots, Fred. You ready? Shots! Ready. Shots! Go! Here we go. Cheers. And, oh, my God. That was actually damn good. I have some Seagram's. Yeah. Seagram's apple-flavored vodka. And as a good Kansas boy, I got Jesse James Dupree whiskey, outlaw whiskey. Whoa, what is that? From, Hold that up again. That was, uh, Jesse right. James outlaw whiskey. Never heard of that. Uh, Jesse James Dupree, who is the lead singer of Jackal, uh, started his own distillery, and uh, this is his whiskey. It's like a local thing? So, uh, not for Kansas, although the local shock jock is a big friend of Jesse D- James Dupree, so obviously he pimps it a lot. But uh, no, it's out of... Uh, is that a plastic bottle? It is a plastic bottle. <laughs> Welcome to Kansas. Yeah. We can't we can't have nice things over here. <laughs> but uh I think it's a it's not a Tennessee whiskey, but it it's over where Jack Daniels does. So I guess that would be Tennessee maybe. Beats the Damn, hell I don't know my yeah, I don't know my whiskeys too well. But anyway, uh I like sweeter whiskeys. Uh if you're a big bourbon guy like uh Jim B Maker's Mark, those are my I like the hints of vanilla. Uh this kind of rides that wave. So Mm, you know, I did a, a white elephant Christmas dilly, and I, I bought a bottle of Johnny Walker Black ah. for that. And um, I kind of worked with my mom in this thing, and she ended up she ended up getting me. She got the Echo, the Amazon Echo, which which I love this thing. Um, and some she got it because she knew I really wanted it, so she got it because there's only. Some, have you played White Elephant? Uh yes yes so oh, yeah. like white elephant gifting yeah yeah there's only so many like takes and then it's locked yeah yeah I always do really bad at those <laughs> <laughs> well my mom got it because she knew that I was gonna get it from her and I'd be locked with it which was so awesome go. and then she got the 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 bottle of whiskey back because she knew I'd probably want that too so she so I walked out <laughs> with like the bottle of uh the whiskey the whiskey and then like drinking a thirty bottle bottle. $30 bottle of whiskey? I don't know if it was really that much better than drinking a $10 bottle. I mean, honestly. I mean, it depends on what you're going for. <laughs> it gets the job done about the same as the others. Uh, some people can, like, really taste it. Um, I've never been that much of a uh, a hard liquor drinker to be able to do that. Um, 
but I can do it with wine. So I, I kind of get that. Wine's but, good. Yeah, you're a big wine drinker or what? I used to be. I wanted to be a sommelier, even started the classes and everything. Um, and then it just didn't work out. I don't know. I, I lost interest in it. Uh, probably saw it as like a potential problem <laughs> with a lot of drinking. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So so I used to drink a lot of wine. Um, not so much anymore. I'll have a glass here and there. But uh, yeah, I'll, you know. have a, I'll have a bottle here or there, you know. You know. Yeah, you know, well. <laughs> That's what I was saying without saying it. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. usually two bottle nights, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> I like wine, man. Wine's a, a mellow kind of buzz rather than, you know, whiskey is more like, oh, my head kind of hurts right now, but I'm, I'm drunk. If I close my eyes, I probably feel like I'm falling off a building. Wine's more like I'm chilling. Uh, yeah, I, I, what I like to do actually is to just do like a shot of whiskey and then probably not do another one for like over an hour and drink something else like water. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. Here's his third, yeah. third shot. Yeah. Fred, you know, I know <laughs> that was the third shot, Fred. We've been hey, podcasting listen, for 10 minutes. Listen, I, I know you think you know me, but you don't know me. You don't know me, man. I know you don't know me too well, but we're like, we're like, we're like best friends, man. We are like, we shared this umbrellas. Like, we shared this umbrellas, bro. <laughs> this bottle's like full. Like, well, it's empty, but it's full, man. No, um, but yes. <laughs> full of shit. Mm-hmm. Just like me. <clears throat> All right. But uh, yeah, yeah. So so I go back and forth as to what uh, what I'm going to drink. But uh, but yeah, it happened to be whiskey. Ah, t- yeah, Fred, I'm so glad you came on tonight because I've been, you know, I have a lot of I have a lot of guests driven towards what they do, which I would love to talk about what you do. But I also want to talk some tech stuff, and sure, and um, we share. T- we also share TVs, kind of. We do. We have the same TV. Oh man, that's so gay. Yeah, oh, that's so. Yeah. That's so kind of awesome. <laughs> right, because you have a sixty-five inch KS eight thousand, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We share the same TV. Oh, it's in the other room. TVs. Oh, we yeah. share TVs. That's sexy, man. Yeah, um, I've got this creepy thing in my house where I can tell what's going on on all of my devices at once. Right now, my brother-in-law is watching Star Wars Rebels on it, and he is three minutes from the end of it. it wait, what? Is this a real thing? This is a real thing. Are you, you're not running like you're not running some improv skits or what? What's going on? No, no, no. I'm dead serious. What, I have a what, monitoring what? system in my house. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you got cameras? No, no, no. It's a, it's just a, a funny monitoring system. So basically, I have set it up so that it's nothing but streaming media in my house. So I can tell where it's streaming and to what device it's streaming to. And so that's how I can always tell what's going on in my house. My wife's upstairs watching Futurama as well. I, I love that. That's so cool, man. I, I, I love technology. Just just everything is connected nowadays, man. I, I love pulling up my, my YouTube app on my phone and just going connect the TV. And then it, it pop, then, then the app opens on the TV. And then you're just you're searching shit and playing stuff through the through the app. Do you do that? Oh hell yeah! yeah I call it the click hole. I mean, when I first got the TV, I didn't know that, so I was using that. You, you know, the remote is so simple; it's got like three buttons yeah. on it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like clicking, like you know, I'm like doing the old like the old Xbox way. You're like A, B, uh-huh. and it, um, it takes forever to search for video. And then I figured this I out. And I was like, holy yeah. shit, dude, this is awesome. Yeah, the beam to device. Yeah, that's how you want to do it. It never quite works though, right? If I do it first, I have to disconnect it and then reconnect it. Like if I just open it up, it won't do anything. It won't play the video. I have to disconnect it or something. Technology's not perfect. Uh, as somebody who works in a lab, like my actual job is information systems in a lab, and so we troubleshoot lab equipment. And I'm not the smartest of my group. I'm actually probably one of the newest and dumbest. But 
What I will tell you is uh, the one thing I learned about equipment, uh, computer equipment, motorized equipment, whatever, tech, sometimes, most times, the old router joke of unplugging it and plugging it back in is usually the solution. <laughs> I know. That's weird, huh? You know what's crazy is like the Xbox One is notorious for that, right? Having to having to just unplug the power cord and then plug it back in. PS4, I've literally never done that. And it's frowned upon because if you do that, it tells you, you fucked up, don't unplug this. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like you doing that. Um, my PS4 has had different problems, but I upgraded to the Pro and I haven't had any problems. Uh, but... Uh, you know, for people who don't have our TV or a TV like it, it's an unnecessary upgrade. But, uh, you know, I do have that TV. That's so right. I yeah, I got the Pro, too. I got the Pro. I got the nice, TV. Nice. I got the – you got the Xbox Slim? I do, yeah. got the Slim. Damn, we're doing – let's see. I'm trying to think of something I have that you don't you have. have. 10, you have a 1080. I have a 1070. I sit humbly with my 1070. Okay, I got a 10, okay, okay. So I'll one-up you on that one. Yeah, I got <laughs> – I got the 1080, which is great because I'm running. I'm pl- right now. I'm playing Watch Dogs 2 at ultra everything, and it nice. runs like smooth at like you know 60 to 70 frames, like no problem. Fantastic. Yeah, dude. Oh, I love technology, man. Tech is fun. You can get too into tech, but like not in a bad way. There's nothing wrong with information, but sometimes you find yourself doing ridiculous things like, oh, I don't know. Like monitoring your family's uh, media, <laughs> like well that, and, and potentially uh, pre-ordering. Oh, my daughter is fucked. My daughter is five years old, and there is no chance. My wife asked me that. She goes because we have a Plex server, which is like I just ripped all my DVDs and Blu-rays to a computer yeah. that anyone can watch in our house. And my wife's like, "What if she finds access to all those horror movies you like?" Because I'm a huge horror buff, and I said, "Can't happen." She goes, "Why not?" I said, "I literally restricted her." that I individually tag the movies she can watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, man, technology's awesome, She's got dude. the most lockdown tablet in history. <laughs> like, my daughter is not going to get away with shit. <laughs> How old do you have to be, though, to get those locks taken off? Uh, not 21. <laughs> 21 yeah. years no, actually, old. I'm kind of a more open-minded dad. <laughs> yeah. You know? She's like, I think I'll... My daughter is five, and she was probably too young to see Suicide Squad, but she's seen Suicide Squad. So. Dude, when I was when I was a kid, you know, I grew up on horror movies. I grew up watching Freddy and Jason, and that's what I love to do. And my parents really didn't say anything. My uncle and aunt they set us up with all this shit. They had a bla- they had one of those boxes you'd buy for like two hundred bucks on the street, and it had it yep. unlocked everything. Yep. Um, so we just set up watching all the worst shit we could watch. Nobody cared. The only the first time my mom cared and 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 showed concern was when Beavis and Butthead came out. Wow, really? That was the one. That was the my one. My mom was my mom was nudity. My mom had a huge issue with sex and nudity. She's so typical American. Uh, sawing off a head, that's fine. Uh, showing a pair of boobs. Now we're now we're crossing the line. <laughs> now we've crossed the line. But which so. what movie is there sawing off of heads but no boobs? Uh, Evil Dead. <laughs> really? Oh shit! I should go back and watch that. Uh, another really terrible example of this: RoboCop. My mother had no issue with me seeing Paul Verhoeven's RoboCop when I was seven years old, and yet she freaked the fuck out when. Uh, what did I watch? I watched Crocodile Dundee and there's a scene where the girl slides off her skirt and she's wearing just like a thong to like one piece bathing suit. And she like kind of wades in a pool 
And my mom lost her mind. And the idea now, looking back on it, and it's, it's not her fault. Like, it's just, that's how the 80s were. You know, like, the 90s taught us to go fat-free for everything and high sugar. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I just remember, like, looking back on it now, it's like, I would much rather have my daughter see Crocodile Dundee than RoboCop. <laughs> Dude, I just remember being young and just staying up till midnight so I could watch the USA up all night. and uh, On the cheer. Uh, what was what was the show? There was always a sex scene in that show, like New New York Undercover. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm trying was, to remember what shows there were. There was always a sex scene in that man. Oh, Love Line. I watched. Oh they, yeah. They talk about sex. Obviously, it wasn't there wasn't sex on Love Line. Um, well, but talking about it was good enough when you were a teenager. Yeah, yeah. It was like looking yeah. for that scrambled <laughs> channel. Was that a titty? <laughs> <laughs> You know, the ones in the know where dad subscribed to Showtime, you know, he was doing you a solid. And if it was Cinemax, then you knew that dad had a fucking subscription to Hustler or Playboy. You just had to find it. You just had to find it. You just got to dig. You got to dig. You got to look in a box. Don't look in the box. Look under the box. Oh, yeah. Or like bathroom reader or something like because it was always like, wait, your dad subscribes to Skinamax. OK, no, 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 no. There is porn in this house. <laughs> let's start your friends over like, let's find it. There is porn, man. Stop scouring the woods. We can we can find this in Alex's dad's house. Okay, just just, just trust me. He's divorced. We'll be fine. Dude, I had a, I had um. There was like they used to have the in California. They used to have in front of the Denny's. There was like you know where you put the quarters. You you, you get the um the newspapers. They had the quarter. Put the quarters in. Get the newspapers. They also had yeah. this one that was for like adult, adult like black and white adult like magazines, little magazines. You put oh yeah like, yeah. It was like two bucks. I had one of those. I was so scared of getting caught with it. I used to, I used to put it in a big Ziploc, like a, a big freezer lock Ziploc, and then hide it down the street in a bush on the corner. Yes. <laughs> That's what I loved about – like that was the other thing that today's kids with today's porn, the internet ruined that. Like kids will never know the joy of like having like that one block in your ceiling that you'd move away and hide up there or like the vent or – and like you said, the Ziploc bag in the woods, right? <laughs> and, and then one day you'd go check it and it was gone. <laughs> you were like, whoever found that, bless him. It's been passed on. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> we found a, we found like a trash bag, like a black trash bag that ties off full of them in, in, in the creek at this park in Santa Clara called, called Central Park. And there's where all the bums would hang out there. And we, we'd like go find it and go look through it. Like a couple of friends would be looking through it, pointing at, oh, look at this. What is this thing? What is that? What is that? Is there that much hair always? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, and, and when you think about it now, you're like, oh, you touch those magazines? Oh, I don't even like oh. touching shopping carts in a, in a store, man, at Walmart, dude. It was a different time. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it was before we worried about so many things, right? Um, germs still, they weren't drug resistant yet. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Again, it wasn't a different time. Nothing was different. It was just, we just didn't know any better, right? Like, your mom would let you leave the house at, at noon and, like, not come back till sundown and it was okay. Like, no one called the cops. No one yeah, cared. Yeah, yeah. I had to be in by sundown for many years. Yeah. I was, I was... My mom wasn't super strict, but she kind of was. And I was when I was in high school, I asked her if I could have like a nine o'clock curfew. And, you know, <laughs> and they, they made it and they were kind of like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. 
And now as an adult, they told me like, all you wanted was a nine o'clock curfew. <laughs> yeah, man, you, you bid too low. Your parents were like, we need to take this deal while we can get it. <laughs> oh, yeah, nine. I think we can swing that maybe. <laughs> yeah, they're whispering like, yo, dude, what's nine o'clock? <laughs> what, a, what a fucking pansy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking jackpot. Okay, this is cool. You will not have to worry. Not bad parents. <laughs> Yeah, I would be I would be on my skateboard, man. I'd just be pedaling. You'd hear, you know, you'd hear those the sidewalk cracks. I'd be trying to get home by nine o'clock. I'm just like trying to get home, and I get home barely. I'm all sweaty, dude, because I just I just rode a skateboard six miles across town. If it was late summer, the sun was still up. <laughs> the, sun, the sun was barely barely going down, dude. I think I got like a ten o'clock curfew, like late in high school, and then uh, as an adult, it was more. I was, yeah, dude, I really didn't do too many bad things, man. I didn't go out and get in trouble. Uh, I, w- I mean, I went out to the store and stole, I, I, we'd fake like the, you know, the putting nickels in to get a sample of candy at the grocery store. Remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we'd go and just kind of like tap the metal so it sounded like we put some change in there. Like, <laughs> put a hell of change in this fucker. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were gonna say you like put a nickel in and did like the, the you had like the sticky bandits like uh, masking tape all over your hand and you just went in there like you were fucking John Claude Van Damme and kickboxer and you were like and ran out of the store. That was like a little metal box with a little slot. So you just kind of tap it. It sounds like you're putting change in there because the other change yeah. in there made the noise when you tap the metal. Exactly. And you're like, oh, sorry, it's a money bag. So, no um, wonder why they don't have that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, imagine today's hackers with arcades. <laughs> no, I know. They just would... go with a cell phone, just be like, 100 credits, please. Beep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they'd set up credits that you'd have some fucking kids sitting next to the Street Fighter 2 or whatever would be in the arcades nowadays, and he'd be selling fucking turns. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I mean, I, I was successful at doing the drill a hole in the quarter thing with this fishing line, and you oh, like yeah? you put it down just so it hits that slot, you like ding, 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 and you kind of wiggle it back and forth. I mean, I did do that, I think, at the bowling alley. My first job was working at a Chuck E. Cheese ripoff called Chimpy's Pizza Safari in Libertyville, Illinois. It might still stand. And I was the games guy. I would fix your uh, your your lost token and stuff. And we uh. had kids who tried that shit all the time because we had – you want to talk about inappropriate. We had one Mortal Kombat with all the blood intact and everything. Original Mortal Kombat cab sitting in the back in 1994. Yeah. And every now and again, a kid would figure it out because it would be right next to Skee-Ball. And I said – we can't be having Sub-Zero ripping a spinal column out in front of the skee-ball machines. <laughs> like, who authorized this? Ah, oh, nice, dude. Yeah, there was always those exploits, right? The Street Fighter Two, I think it was, had that exploit with uh, Guile, how you can, like, put the guy in handcuffs. Oh, handcuffs, and it, yeah. And you figure yep. that shit out, and it just locks everything. That's a fun fact. Uh, you probably saw it more if you grew up in California, which I believe you did, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. In California, you guys had it the best because everybody was hacking those, um, those cabinets and making it what is called rainbow edition. In fact, fun fact, what they were doing was they were just jacking with the dip switches and ROM chips, uh, that were on the board and they would like replace out ROMs. Like there was a small market, especially in the California area where you could buy ROM chips and just replace them. And it would do all these crazy things like the Giles handcuffs and rainbow edition became um, the kind of the template that Capcom used to make Turbo and uh, Championship Edition, believe it or not. You said like Turbo. There was like a Turbo Edition, right, in the arcade? Yeah, but like what happened was Capcom exec – well, not execs. Probably the fucking kids who worked at Capcom – 
found out about Rainbow Edition, and what it did was they just put a little dash next to the Street Fighter 2, and the logo would no longer be blue. It would shine over in different colors, and that's how you knew you were in a hacked Rainbow Edition. And that's where Guile's handcuffs and Ken throwing a fireball and Chun-Li throwing a fireball and stuff all came from, were these ROM hacks. And in a weird showing for the early 90s, Capcom actually implemented some of these hacks into an official version of Street Fighter, and that's where you get Turbo Edition. Yeah, I remember that Turbo Edition. You could just go and be Galen. You could be uh, go with like Ryu and throw 50 fireballs on the screen in slow motion. It's just like going really yeah. slow. I was like, this is fucking awesome. I, I, I still love that. <laughs> ROM hacking is still, or like hacking games, uh, when it's like not you know, for piracy and whatnot, like hacking games and making them do shit they were never supposed to do. I still think that's amazing. Yeah, it, it is cool, man. It's like the, the shit you're not supposed to do has always been fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> away with stuff. No more cheat codes, no more Game Genie. No oh, more that stuff that never works right. You get like a sort of championship edition with your Street Fighter on with the Game Shark or Game Genie, whatever it was, but it was hella buggy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they because they, they got kind of there, right? They were like, we got good enough. We'll ship the code. <laughs> I remember was, okay, there was a big arcade at the at the mall. It was called Tilt. It was it was at the San Jose Mall. Uh, fuck, what is it? I don't remember what it's called. But everyone would hang out there. We play, there was always fights over Street Fighter. But in the KB Toy Store, when they brought this to SNES, they had a they had a stand there, and you can go and play for free. It was like yep. it was like the coolest thing. It's like okay, we can go over here and play this for free. So there's like a line oh, yeah. of people just like at the arcade. Sears, J.C. Penny, even to a certain extent, Funko Land, which is now GameStop. They uh, all yeah. became like when Street Fighter came out on Super Nintendo in 92 it fucked everybody because all of these department stores suddenly became arcades right the arcade crowd over there oh it was amazing the other thing you brought up was the fights over street fighter that's one thing i noticed mortal kombat may seem more violent more hardcore but i will say as a hardcore mortal kombat fan myself we were pussies there was never a fight it was always like well you want to fucking fight no no i don't it's fine (laughs) Go get a Slurpee, you chill out, you want an egg roll, I'm good. Whereas Street Fighter people, they'd fucking throw down. <laughs> Dude, I've seen uh, – I, I didn't see, but I heard stories of people going through, like, glass windows. I mean, I went to the place afterward where they had the – that's off limit. Can't play the arcade today. <laughs> that's a re- there's a reason why there's boards on this window right here. Oh, uh, shit. Okay, well, I guess we'll go to JCPenney then. Dude, I know. Um. <laughs> that was the best. Like, Sears, go with – you know, oh, yeah. my, my mom would go – you know, when you're a kid, you hate – shopping with your parents when they're shopping for clothes you're playing you're playing with other clothes you're hiding in the racks of clothes but when they started that you're like i'm going to the video games yeah i'll be over here and then there was that one asshole for us it was reggie not reggie fils but reggie (laughs) fucking reggie he got so mad when i beat him i was blanca he was dolls he wasn't gonna win anyway he got so mad when i beat him he did that thing because you know how like those uh super nintendo kiosks had just like the 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 controllers like tethered to them, and there was this weird like rubbery, I don't know, extender coming from the console, like a little six inch like flap thing that would hold it there in the air. Yeah, so you could like grab the controller and like rip down on it, and you shouldn't do it, right? It was bad for the controller. But like Reggie got so pissed one day, and he did that, and it fucked up. And then Y never worked on controller two. He ruined Street Fighter 
for everyone. Oh, bummer, right? man. Because you couldn't beat player two. You had no medium punch. Like you can't go with no medium punch. But anyway, <laughs> but it was it was it was bad times. <laughs> oh, I missed I missed that, dude. Now now what do you do when you want to play video games? I guess if you wanted to like test things out. I mean, they have demos, of course. That's great. Yeah. You can go to Toys R Us. Uh, I remember going to a GameStop when when. Fuck, the first skate game came out and I was watching people play that and I was like, oh my God, there are people actually skateboarding on, on TV. And now you look back at it and you're like, skate wasn't even that impressive graphically. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Skate 3 is still the shit. Uh, skate 1 it was great, but Skate skate 3, they really got it. And I say that as somebody who was a rollerblader. Oh, I was, you one uh, of you yeah, fancies. Fucking posers. Sucker bladers roll. Um, yeah, I don't know. I do apologize. Like my game was one extreme, not Tony Hawk's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss skateboarding, man. But I, you know, like going from Tony Hawk to skate, man. I love skate. The first one, mm. that that was the that was a system. I didn't play any video games for years and years, probably seven years. And when I when I heard about skate, I was like, I gotta play this. And I I think I played the the demo and just the way you use the the sticks to do tricks. I was like, this feels super realistic. So I went out and bought a 360 for that reason. Wow. Just for that. And I didn't know anything about achievements. I didn't even know anything about Xbox Live for like probably like a year or two later. But I, I got almost every achievement for that game just because I played it and played it and played it. I didn't even know what achievements were. I didn't look for them. But I, if I look back on my on my Xbox 360. I've got almost all the achievements for that game because I just played the shit out of it. I loved it so much, man. I was like, I, I never could grind a handrail in real life, but I could do it in this on this game, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, well, and Skate gave it a little bit of, like, difficulty and realism that Tony Hawk never had. By Tony Hawk 2, you're jumping the shark. You are doing manuals and crossing a fucking pool, and you're doing, like, yeah, just ridiculous stuff as Spider-Man. Uh, so Skate was... A, and I'm not dogging on Tony Hawk. It was great. But Skate was a little more, I guess, grounded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and I think that's what... Uh, especially, you know, when it came out in like the uh, mid to late 2000s, like I think that's why people connected with it. It was just something a little more realistic. It wasn't simmy, but it was a little more realistic. And uh, I definitely I definitely dug it. Uh, I was a reviewer in tw- 2009 and I got the Tony Hawk thing ride where you had the skateboard. I had that for a little bit. Yeah, and I was like, I was I was one of the rare ones. I thought the peripheral worked fine. My review said the peripheral was fine. The game just sucked. <laughs> I was like, Ride is just a dumb game. Yeah, because um, because we played Top Skater in the arcades, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Top always broken because people would Sega. fucking slam their foot so hard they break this shit. Da 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 da. What's why us gamers can't have nice things, man. I know, <laughs> especially ride because you're standing on a skateboard and you got you got rails to to hold your weight, so you can just put as much pressure as you want on your foot. Just slam that down, like it's not oh, gonna I, make you jump any higher. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And I was a big kid, as like like I'm not gonna lie, I was a big kid in my teens. Like I had to be careful. I could break some shit. Like like I could make the DDR pad not fun, you know. So like that was that was a big thing. But you know, you learned and. uh Gosh, I just blanked on what that – what was the game you were just talking about? It was the, It's the Sega Arcade. Top Skater. Yeah, Top Skater. And there was a snowboarding one too where you like collected wax. Like just just don't bang on it, man. Like just just treat it with a little finesse, you know? Yeah, you just got to – It'll be tap, okay. Yeah, tap it yeah. in. You know, like, like Happily Gilmore, just tap it in. It's gentle, gentle. You're yeah, – yeah. you know, I was <laughs> – 
just happy, Ollie. You don't got to slam just it. Just a little finesse. A little finesse. <laughs> Show that skateboard love, man. Just, just <laughs> don't ram it in there, homeboy. Like, just take it easy. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, the fucking arcade. You're acting oh. like you just got out of jail, man. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay. It, it'll still be here, right? Just relax. because it's true. Uh, I just love that, dude. That that top skater was, was dope, dude. And I want another skateboarding game like Skate, but it just isn't. It doesn't sell the copies to warrant making it. <clears throat> true, true. Um, there was a weird game that tried to capitalize on Top Skater, but I forget what it was. It was a PlayStation Two game, and you'd actually put a little skateboard on top of your dual thumbsticks. Did you ever play that game? <laughs> no, I never even heard of that. <laughs> I gotta figure out what it is. I remember having that, and I played it. It plays like shit. It doesn't work. Like a for effort, but it doesn't work. <laughs> I tell you what, though. At one point, I was fucking good at those little finger skateboards. What was that shit? Top. What were they mm. called? Um, tech boards. Tech. Yeah. Was Wait. it tech? What was those? Guys? I was really tech good at doing. What was it? I know tech was in the name, but other otherwise, oh. I, I can't off the top of my head. Tell I'm you. looking. I'm looking this up because I I was good at those. I could do flips and grinds and uh, uh finger. <laughs> what do I put? Finger finger board. <laughs> Tech something? Uh, tech deck. Tech deck. There it is. Yeah. yeah. You could change the yeah. wheels and the, you could buy little staircases. Oh, it was dope, man. That required more attention to detail than I could afford. <laughs> Did they have little rollerblade ones you could stick on your fingers? No, no, because nobody cared. <laughs> nobody cared. <laughs> it would be so lame. Dude, we hung out at, you guys fucking hung out at like the boardwalk. We hung out at Blockbuster Video so we wouldn't get our asses kicked. Like, come on. Like, Dude, so do I. So did I, man. Blockbuster <laughs> and Hollywood when they started opening up that little game they section. The, oh, Game Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know that uh, one of my favorite game series out there, and it's from one of my favorite developers, Radical Entertainment. They made Prototype and Prototype 2, which I know a lot of people don't like those games, but I love them. Yeah, I like them. Uh, there was this... You always remember those guys that work at the 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 used game store that like were pivotal in some of the games you love. And I remember one day, like I was just walking through Game Crazy trying to figure out what I wanted to buy. And I, I went to buy Unreal Tournament three on the playstation three and the guy was like why are you buying that and i said it's supposed to be awesome it's supposed to be amazing it's supposed to allow mods and keyboard and mouse and stuff on a console and he goes man consoles don't need keyboard and mouse that's fucking bullshit he goes you don't need to be playing this game and i said really and he goes yeah yeah the ps3 is backwards compatible you you haven't i've, I've seen your profile you haven't you know, geared in on any of the great PS2 games. And I said, I don't want to play PS2 games. He goes, you need to play this game called Hulk Ultimate Destruction. You're the fucking Hulk. And it's like Grand Theft Auto and you just fuck up this city. You just fuck up the city and just fight a bunch of guys. And I said, really? And he goes, yeah, dude, here, I'll give it to you. And he just gave it to me. And I think, I think he had a way to do it. Like he wasn't stealing from the store and I know he wasn't paying for it, but one way or the other, he had a copy he could give me and he just, he gave it to me. And I loved Hulk Ultimate Destruction. And that was that was radical entertainment. They would go on to make prototype out of that. But oh, nice, dude! I never even heard of that. I didn't play any games from. <clears throat> okay, I didn't play any games for a while, and then I bought the GameCube with Zelda Wind Waker. I played ten minutes of it, and then I sold that. <laughs> so, what year was that? That would have been circa two thousand and two or three, if it was Wind Waker. I Probably it... three. Okay, so I, I that I from from then. To 2008, I didn't play. I played zero video games because I was on a I was on a drug bender and I didn't care about anything else. I didn't watch any movies. I didn't play any games. 
oh, sad reality of being a bring a bring a dumbass. Um, what brought me back, like I said, what brought me back, brought me back was skate. But like yeah. I didn't play any game, so anything that came out in that section, I didn't see it or play it. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. Mine was the same thing. Uh, kind of the same situation too. I fell in love with a girl for five years. That's a drug. That's drugs. Oh no! Who was also in the middle of her drug bender and brought me down with her. <laughs> I wasn't a drug user. Drugs, drugs <clears throat> and me don't get along. Alcohol and me get along great. Wait, but, but, but your drug, drug was her, and her drug yeah. was it. And you were, yes. you, were, you were being the codependent thinking you could fix her because fixing would God. make you feel better, right? Were you there? Fuck, did you, live in the, did you live in the apartment? There were like seven people in the apartment, so it's possible. But yeah, like, and so I didn't play games during that time. In fact, I think she hocked everything I fucking owned. Oh, I but, hocked everything I own, man. I know yeah. it. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. And so that was, that was when I first came back. I came back, uh, in 2000, late 2006 for the PlayStation three. And that was, I played a lot of PlayStation two games on the PlayStation three because I was coming back to games and I missed that whole era. Oh, that sucks, <laughs> man. Yeah, I know. That's how it is though, dude. It's like we, there's, there's a certain, there's this, I would say there's a certain personality that like feels like, okay, well, if I concentrate enough on, on her and fix her. That'll make me feel better about me rather than concentrating on me and being happy in life. I, I've done that too, even though I was doing all these crazy things. I, I had a girlfriend and I followed her to Texas and, and, uh, and lived in a, in a tent in a house with no electricity. And it was bad, Shit. dude. <laughs> oh, li- life has a way of prevailing, <laughs> man. The sad thing is there's a lot of people who get stuck in there in, in that situation and never get out. They're just like, screw it. Life sucks. I'm never going to get out of it. And I'm, I'm glad I made it out and I'm happy that I've got like a podcast to, to vent these things rather than go out and do crazy things. I can have a beer. I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah, no, no. and it is fantastic. Like, to a certain extent, though, like, that's the flip side of the argument is like, while I would neither, I would definitely not encourage either behavior that you and I demonstrated in those years. At the same time, like, you know, I don't know about you, but I was in my like early to mid twenties. That was the time to fuck it up. That was the time to make these mistakes. That was, that was kind of like my path. And even though I'd be lying if I said I didn't even resent her to a certain extent today, she helped kind of mold where I would eventually end up you know she helped me be prepared for situations like that again maybe to sniff out a girl who was going to act like that and immediately go oh no i've seen this path before i know where it goes i'm good yeah dude from 20 to 25 as an adult that's when you're figuring (laughs) out like what kind of person you might be (laughs) Yeah, i mean so anything you've done i think is pretty much excusable as long as you're not doing that into your forties, if you're doing that into your forties and you're still acting like an idiot, and then it's like it's time to really like concentrate on, <laughs> on what you're about. Oh, man, what and a hopefully, bummer, you man. thanks for bringing yeah. this podcast down, man. Oh yeah, sorry, no problem. Oh, no, um, thank you. No, thank you. Seriously, thank you. I mean, because I, I, I like a really deep, like depressing moment, and this is it right here, man. Hold you know, I just wanted to talk about some Hulk. <laughs> I just want to talk about smashing up a city, and I'm like, drugs, drugs. <laughs> nah, nah, man, nah. Because I, I don't, I don't know. For me, I think people are just people, and and we get too lost in this fucking celebrity culture that we forget that the that even they are people, and I just. <laughs> 
that's the thing that I hope people really start realizing is that, you know, you can have a cyber life, you can have a crazy life, you can be a celebrity nut, you can be a celebrity, you can be a YouTube sensation, but like you're just a person and like realize you're going to fuck up, you're going to have experiences and you're going to have accomplishments and you should be proud of all those things. Being a celebrity must suck, dude. I mean, it seems like such a great thing. I make all kinds of money and do fun things as a job, but the pressure, man. And are you going to be the type of celebrity to keep up with your own social media? That's stressful. Oh, yeah. No, that's got to be a full-time job in and of itself. I can't even imagine. Yeah, I, I cannot imagine. No way. If you guys are tweeting at Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, love this movie, is great, and Brad Pitt likes it for some reason, that's not Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt doesn't give a fuck about Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, like I've got a friend who got followed by a bunch of comedians and I was like, dude, it's just the bot like it like like I, I'm glad for you, man. But like I promise you that like Louis C.K. ain't fucking tracking his Twitter. <laughs> my my friend. uh, I'm not going to mention it just because it's kind of weird. OK, well, my friend tweeted out the other day. I, I, I don't listen to um I don't listen to Joe Rogan, Mark Marin or. Somebody else, right? Didn't didn't do the ads. Didn't do at Mark, Mark Marin or anything. Just actually type that in. And then Mark Marin actually replied to hers. Like, oh, it's it's okay because I've never listened to your podcast either. Now, that was Mark Marin. <laughs> Mark Marin is the exception, not the rule. And I listened to his podcast and he, you know what? Mark Marin Mark, tracks First dude to ever have uh, <laughs> yeah. um, Obama on, his, on a podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a great episode too. Yeah, um, they had the snipers on the on his neighbor's roofs and stuff. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like I, Mark Marin is who got me interested in interview podcasts. He does it. He does a little, He goes a little deeper with his interviews, which I like. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I really dig Mark Marin's podcast. I don't always agree with his interview style, but like. <laughs> One of us has a very successful podcast and the other one doesn't. So I think he's okay with my prerogative being whatever it is. <laughs> well, that's with all these – dude, celebrities who start podcasts and they're super successful. No, no wonder why. It's, you know what I mean? They have, people, they have people to pay Apple to probably put that on the front page of iTunes, which gets a bunch of downloads. And then that gets put into like the best categories. Yeah, I have no idea why I, I have such a problem with uh, helping. Like, if anyone hits me up with promotion, I'm like, no, fuck that. It's got to be organic. <laughs> People are hitting you up with promotions. You're saying no. Somebody has to. Somebody has to. Well, like, I don't mind having someone on as like like a. Uh, oh yeah, can we have you be part of our group for promotion? Like, I do that. Uh, from time to time but like yeah people are like you should promote your podcast or this or that especially if they want me to pay for it i'm like nah i'm good i i want people to find me the old-fashioned way but the problem is nobody's looking for me <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard man it's, there's there's like a weaselly way you can get in there by using hashtags and keywords yeah it's, it's tough dude how'd you get get you know what i mean how is how is there a guy on on, on youtube going yelling you know yelling at video games like like an idiot and he's fucking got billions of dollars dude uh what's well, his millions, name what's basically. his name what's his name you talking PewDiePie? PewDiePie. okay PewDiePie. Yeah. PewDiePie! Mm -hmm. it's like i could see myself doing that around like when i was younger i do that kind of shit around girls that's why i didn't get a lot of dates when i was younger because i'd act stupid because i thought it was funny they'd laugh but then they'd leave laughing at me and not with me right if if i was an adult I, doing that like, i could be a millionaire that's <laughs> true it's totally true. I, you know, I don't know. And, uh, and people have asked me to do that on like, on some of my videos and I'm like, 
no i'm sorry i uh, there are people for that and they can do it much better than me you don't you don't need me doing it yeah you got to be yourself dude i think that's the best way media to way to approach media now is just to be yourself and the followers you get are going to be pretty organic your, your fan base is going to is going to love you yeah. for for what you're doing rather than all of a sudden Ro- rojas is on a on a on a on a live stream going oh my god motherfucker i'm gonna shoot you oh call of duty call of duty <laughs> we've 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 always made that joke like i've always wanted to start one of my gaming history 101s with like this podcast is brought to you by stamps.com earn postage the old-fashioned way yeah, <laughs> stuff yeah. like that like, squarespace be yeah. build it beautiful <laughs> Hashtag da, da, da. the one thing we did on the B team though was I think we established a B team Tinder. That was our, that was no, our one. Sh- okay, I like that idea. Swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody Fuck wants to hit me up, go. Hey, I'll yeah. give you some shit to run an ad. I'll do it. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I will do it. Sorry. I'll make. I'll do a funny like improv kind of ad. I might even mention they said that. But when it comes to like putting ads out where you're not going to get anything back unless people actually follow through with it. Like engagement. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to do that. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I, 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 the only thing I've ever endorsed was as a shepherd, I endorsed a shop in the Citadel. Otherwise I, I haven't endorsed anything. I'm not against it, but, uh, uh, you know, I just haven't gotten there yet. Shopping so. the Citadel as in like, yeah. Mass, have you ever effect? Played Mass effect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Commander Shepard. I was like, I'm commander Shepard. And this is my favorite shop on the Citadel. Oh fuck, that's awesome, dude! I cannot wait for for Andromeda, man. I cannot wait, dude. Yeah, sick. I, yeah, I, I, I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, but I, I'm. This is the crazy part about being a retro gamer. You start thinking about stupid shit like, I could run through the whole Mass Effect trilogy before Andromeda comes out. Yeah, I could do it, but you shouldn't do that. Because by the time Andromeda comes out, you're you're sick of it. <laughs> yeah, you're sick of it. I mean, I'm sick of a game by the time I end it. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. It's like you you can't be doing the Mass Effect trilogy. Like you, you like you can. Maybe some people can. I can't. I I can't do that and then jump into the fourth one. I'm like, the... <laughs> I dude, I'm already sick of Watch Dogs two, and I'm like 20 hours in because I haven't done any story <laughs> missions. I've been doing all the stupid shit, going around taking selfies. And doing all these, trying to get all these research points or whatever they're, whatever they are, and then I'm like, I'm kind of bored of this. You know what I'm thinking in my head is, I want to go back to playing Final Fantasy 15 because I never got bored of that. Oh, really? That's that's a ringing endorsement, actually. Uh, the problem you're having is Watch Dogs 2 is a Ubisoft game, and I don't mean to dog on them, but like every single one of their games has a million tchotchkes for you to chase after. I like, we call them I like them, though, man. I usually, I, I, I dig Ubisoft, but I just played Final Fantasy 15, and I had absolutely so much fun that when I'm playing Watch Dogs, I'm like, why am I not just going? I can go back in there and just slay monsters, which is kind of boring, but... I, I was hooked. I would have and I had his hooks in me, man. You got to find that balance of like, okay, now I'm gonna go do some story missions. You know, get a little taste. Let's see what Mark uh, Marcus I think is the lead in Watch Dogs too. Yeah, yeah, Marcus is up to. You know, let's find out about that guy with the bandana on his face. Like, what's that? What's that all about? You know, and then you move back. <laughs> it's silly though, man. I'm just I'm wearing like rainbow colored pants. Hell yeah, yeah. And a in a, a weird ass backpack, and I'm just wearing like. Cool clothes, just because I love colors, man. Colors, just like whatever, man. If it's colorful, that's why I loved Sunset Overdrive. Just colors, colors, colors everywhere. But it's kind of fun. But then I got to like 15, 16 hours in, and I'm like, I haven't started the story missions, and I'm kind of getting bored of the the, because when I get into the actual combat stuff, it's not fulfilling 
it's not just not fulfilling me right now, man. Yo, and, I heard that in Watch Dogs you can like call the cops on people and gangs that, on people. Yeah, that's now, fun. That's shit. Yeah, that's that some shit fun. I can't wait to do. And just hacking the cars that drives by and hitting. If you hit B, the car will automatically just drive right or left. Uh, if you hit A, it drives left. So you just like you just tap the and you just as the car goes by, I'm just standing there for a minute, like hack B is like just runs off into a tree. <laughs> And then you're like, okay, if I if I do it right there, I can make that car run into that bus. You're like, she hit it, so it's like, boom, into the bus. And then it, it is oh, kind see, of fun, how, man. Yeah, that that's I have that game. I just haven't booted it up yet because I'm a gamer who buys more than he plays. I but know. like, yeah, that sounds like fun. That's, that's me all that's day. I've, I've slowed down on that. I'm like, let me finish games while I have them. And then by the time I'm done with this game, that game will be cheaper. So why don't I just wait anyways? At least you're smart enough to stay in this generation. Imagine if you liked everything from oh. like the 70s on. It's a dangerous, dangerous world. <laughs> yeah, dude. Is, I'm all in the current shit. I don't even like going back and playing. Everyone's trying to get me to go play uh, back. Uh, I was going to say bad cop. Uh, uh, bad company 2 because it just got backwards compatibility on Xbox One. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I played that a couple years ago and it felt outdated. I don't know if I can go back and play it now. That you don't need to like I. It's great that people love backwards compatibility and all this stuff, but the the HD remake or remaster boom is teaching me uh, the fact that those things are gaining momentum. They're selling better than new games, new IP, new concepts. Uh, just shows me that I don't know. I, I hate to say it, but as the hardware moves forward, gamers are kind of interested in the same experiences, just looking better. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But gamers like to pretend they want something new. But if you want something new, go play Frog Fractions 2. If you want just a remaster of Mass Effect, then then just play Mass Effect. You I know, I kind of want to remaster Mass Effect. See, man. well, there <laughs> you go. See, that's I mean, my point. Some, sometimes it works. Remasters. Bioshock was well, looks beautiful. Oh, and I'm not complaining. I love remasters. I'm the retro guy. Like it gives me an excuse, right? Like normally I'm like, hey, I'm replaying, you know, Resident Evil, and they're like, fucking this guy. But a remaster comes out, and you're like, hey, I'm playing Resident Evil. They're like, me too, and you're like, okay. <laughs> So uh, sometimes, it sometimes it works. Sometimes it just looks prettier and then the controls don't match. And you're like, this doesn't feel right. But I mean, playing Modern Warfare remaster to me feels a little weird, but it looks really good. Like it looks like a current game. Well, I, it does. And I have the, uh, it looks amazing actually. Uh, and I have the original game and I went back and sure enough, even if it feels like it doesn't move like a modern game, but it does move like the original game did. And you kind of forget that. You're like, wait, was this how it worked? Was this really the upgrade path for the multiplayer? Yes, that was the way we did it back then. You know, like, and so, you know, for better or worse, uh, you know, I, I do like personally that remasters for the most part do not change the content or gameplay. Uh, and the reason I say that is because I don't like when you rewrite history. I I think you n at least need to keep that game as to what it is. Mm. You make it look pretty, but I don't like when they rewrite history. Our gaming history would be fucked because you'd have to be, you'd have to update that shit all the time. <laughs> Thank God I don't manage a wiki. I just talk about what I want. <laughs> gaming history one hundred and one name drop. Gaming Ooh. history one hundred and one. Ooh, it's Dude, like a college course. You know the funny uh, thing is, uh, I actually I remember I te I texted you while I was in Best Buy 
uh, Black Friday weekend, or maybe it was, it was before Christmas. Though. I'm like, dude, there's a wall of PS4 Pros right now. Do I need this, man? I remember I sent you the picture. I'm like, look at this wall. Do I need I this? Wall. Yeah. And I, I left with it because it came free with the Call of Duty uh, Infinite Warfare. And when I mm. played that, I was honestly, I was floored. I was like, the PS4 can do this. I mean, could it, checkerboard rendering, whatever it does to make it look 1800p is mind-blowing. I mean, I felt like I was playing a PC game at, on a 65-inch TV, but on a console. It was, I was floored, man. It was, wow. Yeah, consoles will always blow that stuff away. It's funny, right? Because you look at the PS4 at 400 bucks, and I look at my 1070, which costs 400 bucks, and I'm like, why can't you fucking do that? <laughs> <laughs> I've given you so much more. Like, what the... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and you know what? I'm about to test HDR. The one thing that PCs haven't done, I, uh, I'm getting Resident Evil 7 on the PC. And Capcom claims it will be the first HDR game. Well, Capcom claims it will be an HDR. NVIDIA says it will be the first HDR game. Battlefield 1 was supposed to, but EA has yet to release the patch on PC for HDR. So... We'll see. I mean, I guess we'll see. Uh, but I will say, having run through that thing on the Pro and on PC, my PC runs it a little bit better. And, you know, like the visuals are pretty damn close, but the PC ekes out ahead. So if it can nail HDR, I think we're going to be okay. But we shall see. Yeah, I can't, I can't even tell the difference between HDR. You can tell me, you're looking at an HDR picture and it's a standard picture, and I'll go, that looks fucking phenomenal. HDR is awesome. Then I realized, oh, that's not even HDR. Because Fred will go on and go, nope, that game doesn't support <laughs> HDR. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I have no yeah. idea. I have no I idea. I almost wonder if I'm doing a disservice. <laughs> I have no idea. I honestly don't know the difference. <clears throat> I, I, I'm watching the OA. Have you seen the OA on Netflix? Yes. Okay, so if you watch that, which is a fantastic show. If anybody listening, that, was, that, that show blew me away. I watched all eight episodes in one sitting. Nice. Um, last weekend, I sat there and watched the whole thing. I could not stop. But if I'm playing it on my TV app, it gives it to me in 1080p, but HDR. And HDR, for me, it just looks like that warm look. I don't like the warm look. It just gives it that warm look. Okay. And it's, like, not as bright. And then if I turn the brightness up, it gives us weird, because it's, since it's an edge-lit TV, the edges get super bright, and I don't like it. But if I play it on my Xbox, I could do 4K without the HDR. I actually like that better. And you know what? I think people are too scared to – this was this is an old argument. The 720p 1080i argument. Did you ever hear this one? No, Where I people missed would say, that. oh, I 720p looks better than 1080i. No, 1080i looks better. You know, and uh, they were essentially – like, you know, 1080i was higher resolution, but it was interlaced. So it was, you know, only every other line was lit up and it – bounced back and forth 720p was progressive so every single line lit up but it was a different resolution and that argument waged before 1080p tvs came out forever and people would keep going back and forth and the you know what the answer is the answer is whatever you fucking think like whatever you think looks better is the answer i just don't know i don't know what hdr is man like i keep hearing this amazing shit about it and i i i start Telling myself I'm seeing HDR, and then I realize it's not even HDR. <laughs> Just what? Well, the TV tells you that's the one. <laughs> that's the one way. I mean, it I does. I mean, I know when I'm playing. There's a couple of games when I'm playing, and it's a kind of dull scene, but the lights look like actual lights. Like mm-hmm. you know when you go to the mall and you see those those paintings, 
It's like a 2D painting, but then there's LED lights for the street lights on it. And you're like, wow, that's amazing. That's kind of what HDR does every once in a while. But then for the most part, I'm like, I, I don't know if, if I like this better or not. Like Uncharted and Infamous are the two ways you can see what HDR can really do. There are other games that do it well, um, but those are the two that stand out for me. I hope that most games do that. And sadly, I have to say Resident Evil 7 in the demo in HDR doesn't quite show it off as well as it should. Gears never did. I remember you and I having endless discussions. Yeah. Is this fucking HDR? Like it says it is, but is it? Um, and and those weird things. This is another thing that I've noticed, a phenomenon that people need to keep in mind, which is that um, HDR looks much better in a still frame. If you or I take a picture of our television in HDR, it looks so much more distinct than it does in person. And the same is true of captures. I noticed this too. If I'm playing Doom at 60 frames a second on my PC, it looks one way. And I look at it on YouTube and I'm like, oh my God, that that's smoother. I'm not getting that. And I racked my brain trying to figure it out. Then I did a capture of my own footage and it looks smoother on the video. Why? Because post-processing makes it look better. Yeah. But but it it blows your mind, you know, and it's it's one of those things where at some point you look and you're like, God, are we fucking trying too hard? Like, it's, is it real? If you can't tell if you're seeing different. I'm trying like, too hard, dude. But, well, that's, again, I, I say this goes back to 720p 1080i. I remember having an Xbox 360 in 2007 on a 720p 1080i TV. It did not have 1080p. It wasn't out yet. Or if it was out yet, I didn't own it yet. And just going back and forth, what did Gears look better on? Was it 720p or 1080i? And for me, it was 720p. But for others, it was 1080i. And it was just like, it's whatever you think. Like, whatever you like. So if you don't like HDR, Sean, don't use it. The thing is, I don't, li- I don't know what I like. And I keep convincing myself I like stuff that I'm not even sure what it is. I can tell the difference between 1080p and 4K and gaming. When it comes to watching YouTube, I mean, when it comes to watching Netflix, it's not as noticeable. Nah, no, nah, it's not. It's not as noticeable. But when I'm playing a no. game, I could like when I play a 1080p game versus a 1440p game, I'm like, I notice the difference. Yeah, I still think frame rate is more noticeable. 30 rate, to 60 yeah. is definitely more noticeable. And I think that's why a lot of people, you and me included, are more drawn to it. Because we can see that. You can literally watch. Like Mafia 2 is the biggest one. And that one's weird because it can't really handle 60 frames on a regular basis no matter what card you've got but um but when you go to 60 yeah it's just everything just gets smoother yeah when you're playing gears when you go from campaign to to multiplayer you're like well when you go from multiplayer 60 frames you go to campaign you're like oh my god it's a freaking slideshow it's like i feel like i feel like i'm in a a room with a strobe light or something man but i was playing with normie she she did not notice a difference normie doesn't care normie's not super techie normie just enjoys things i i envy that i yeah i do too actually <laughs> it's better if we don't know because then we're just playing this shit on a crt and everything's fine <laughs> i mean i have a lot of people in the horrible gamers group which you know obviously was my old podcast but it's still, a lot of they still do the podcast and there's a lot of people in there and we and every once in a while that argument pops up like like, I can't do 30 frames. And they're like, oh, what's the big difference? Like, they don't care because they just don't care. They literally don't care. And I'm like, how do you not see the difference? How do you not see it? Well, and again, like I said, uh, and and there's just people who will swear to you up and down because the Internet's full of misinformation 
oh, this is doing this, this is doing that. And, I, you know, the biggest thing we do on Gaming History 101, and one of the biggest things I stress is, like, if Wikipedia told you that doesn't work. There was a guy who was freaking out on my YouTube because I made a statement in a random video. This will happen on YouTube a lot. And he goes, no, nah, it's not true. And I said, okay, well, here's my source. No, no, he probably said, no, nah, bro, not true, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he actually had a diatribe. He's like, oh, well, anybody who knows Capcom knows this is the Resident Evil. And I was like, okay, well, here's my source, which is an interview with the fucking guy who made it. So here's my source. What's yours? Well, it's just widely known in Japan. It's There's just no dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, like you might be right. It's I'm not saying you're wrong. You might be right. The problem is, is that you've never gotten anyone to vouch for you. And I've found somebody who is giving me their story and since they made the game i'm gonna believe them you know and so you just get into that part and so you know to each their own i almost hate doing stuff like you know i did with battlefield one where they're like oh yeah battlefield one is hdr everywhere actually it's not hdr anywhere oh. i fucking shit on everyone's parade <laughs> well i mean it's good though that actually that's a that's a deed though because you're letting people know you have any, you're not even seeing HDR. Like me, I was. I thought I saw HDR and I was excited about it. I can go around and tell everybody that was HDR and I'd be lying. And I'm glad somebody's there to like just throw a little pebble in my gears, just like <laughs> break that shit, man. Just break my theory my was Fred. You my theory fuck. was if this is if this is how good it looks now. Imagine if it got better. Like, PS4 had, PS4 Pro has great lighting, and that's yeah. not even HDR what I was playing, which is. It's dope. Whatever it is, whatever it is, it looks great. Yeah, what the PS4 does with Battlefield One is stellar. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Battlefield One. And if you if you want to nerd out on all that stuff, Digital Foundry they've got a five dollar a month Patreon where you can download 4K videos to play on your 4K TV, and they just get into that nitty gritty with analyzers. I Uh, I don't even know how to use. I love Digital Foundry. Like a lot of people hate on them because a lot of there's a lot of people who are super fanboys about shit, and when Digital Foundry goes in there and lets them know that that <laughs> that is not like what you're look, what you think is not real, yeah. digital, and they get those are the people who get pissed off at Digital Foundry. Like fuck these guys, I hate them. I can't stand their videos. Me, I'm like I analyze everything. I want to watch, I want to watch you play Watch Dogs Two and show me exactly what you're doing with all the shit on the screen. Show me how. Show me those those gauges that show that oh you know you're dropping a couple frames here, you're dropping a couple frames there. Oh yeah. Yeah, and there are times where I watch it and I'm like, I can't fucking see that and I don't care. You know, and there are other times where I completely go against what Digital Foundry or other people say. But you know what? I like to be informed. I like to know that I'm conscientiously doing it, you know, and teach their own. I mean, again, do what you want to do, you know, like, but, but if you want to be informed or if you're going to spout, if you're going to spout false, like, I'm, might call you out on it, you know? Not to be a dick, but just so that everybody is more informed. Because we live in a time where fake news is more popular than real news. <laughs> I, I think I just realized that I would love to have a job where I could just ruin people's dreams. <laughs> I would love to have a job at uh, rtings.com, you know, right? R-T-I-N-G-S. Smoking gun, yeah. Just going yeah. in there with little microscopic cameras and finding the exact millis- milliseconds of lag and show and show like – is your is your like local dimming actually working? <laughs> we uh we are actually starting that at Gaming History 101. Dude, uh, dude, I love that kind of stuff, man. Just 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 analyzing everything. I love that. We're doing an- analysis videos on remasters actually. Like I'm going to take Turok on the N64 and upscale it as best I can on the console 
then use an emulator and then take the the whatever the uh night dive studios version that just hits steam and compare them all and do the the in-depth analysis stuff and frame rate counting and all that stuff um it's scary and i feel like people smarter than me are gonna be like dude you don't know what the fuck you're doing but do it, that's, me, I love that's it, how I'll, that's how i will meet those people <laughs> i'm incident to find details man i have a frame rate counter always on steam or if i have to open up another program if i'm not playing a steam game i want to know exactly my fps at all times well, i got a g-sync monitor so it's like up and down it flexes you can see oh well see you shouldn't have to, you're the one person who doesn't have to worry about that but i love to see it i love to see the numbers it, it makes me happy to see when it stays above 60 when it's floating around you know some <laughs> games if i play an older game i'm, I'm gonna be locked at like 144 fps so it's gonna be nice That's but i love i love to know what's going on Mm-hmm. But this, at the same time, if that number is like 55, I'll start lowering settings. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Me too. I just try to get to 60 and then lock it. But again, I'm playing on TV. You have a monitor, so that's better. But on a TV, I just get to where 60 can hit. I also am always intrigued by like, oh, okay, this bought me one frame, but this bought me like 10 frames. What the hell does oh, that ambient do? Con- conclusion or some yeah, shit. Yeah, ambient occlusion. Oh, HBO, yeah. HBO something plus or S and yep. Whatever you mess with those things, sometimes you're all of a sudden like, "Whoa, this is smooth." <laughs> and uh, and and fun fun fact: when you're at 4K, sometimes uh, even at 1440p, anti-aliasing is not necessary because no. you're being so high. So yeah, some people are shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. I've, I've been playing. I played Watch Dogs for one day. I set it up on my TV because you have to. I have to set the V-Sync, which gives it a little bit of input. Input like feels a little weird, but um, yeah. but. It's just nice to sit on a on a couch and play Watch Dogs at 4K, native 4K, on a 65-inch TV. It just, it's dope, dude. That's all I ever do. I only on TV. I don't even have a monitor. But when I go to my monitor, I'm more – I can – a 1440p on a 27-inch looks good, and I can get way higher frame rate, and it looks way smoother. Yep. That's true. One one millisecond input lag, which is fantastic on shooters. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I said, I I can't see that because then I'll lose a ton of money buying a bunch of monitors. <laughs> no, I'm already I'm already thinking about shit, dude. I want a 4K widescreen with uh. There's there's a new 4K TV coming out. It's a 4K monitor, widescreen with G Sync, 144 hertz, I think. I don't know. There's no price out for it, but it's a. I believe it's gonna. It's probably gonna be closer to two grand. Well, I will tell people what I've been telling people since CES, which is the HDMI 2.1 standard just came out, and I don't know if you read up on that, but it mm. supports. Uh, it supports 8K. It supports 4K 60 hertz at 444, which is technically not really supported. It also supports uh, HDR at 444. They call it dynamic HDR, uh, which is just full color spectrum. There's no subsampling um the other big thing it does is they're claiming it will introduce dynamic frame rate which will just adjust like g-sync like uh motion flow or whatever radions thing is um all just in this proprietary format you don't have to buy a tv that has it it's just built into the format of hdmi of hdmi but we are like five years away from that ever coming out but might be worth waiting for 
PCs are, are fucked up, dude. Why can't they just stop at whatever your hertz of your TV is? Why do you have to set V-Sync or set frame rate stoppers? And why can't it just be because easy, Because they were man? never intended to be monitors. You should buy a monitor if you want that. <laughs> uh, I mean... It sucks, but it's true. <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay. They just announced that. Um, uh, who's doing the streaming box that does 4K and HDR? Uh, oh, Shield. Nvidia. The Shield. Yeah. If this thing works properly, I know it comes out this month. I'm gonna wait for reviews. If it works properly and I can just stream games to my TV, you know, seamlessly and it's not all fucked up and laggy, I'm definitely buying that. It will work, but it depends on your infrastructure and your house. You'll need a gigabit. Wi-Fi and wired uh, router, and you should be good because it's I have an, inside I have an your house. So I'm good. I got a good router. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you should be fine. It should be able to pull that off. Again, because it has nothing to do with your internet connection, because it's within your house. So yeah, you're good. If the router's good, and that is a good router. I mean, I'm right good. here. I'm on my computer. My TV is right there. So it's not like it has to go far. Nah, nah. You're good. My <sighs> TV's through that door right there, and then like down a hall. Because I almost, I almost bought the, um, what's the other one? What's the Steam box? Link, the Steam Link. The Link. They're yeah. like twenty bucks recently. I almost bought one, but I was like, I don't want to go back to 1080p if I'm using my PC. It doesn't make any sense. I've there's a there's a very serviceable 48 inch 1080p TV in my second living room, <laughs> and that's that's where everybody watches TV. My 4K monitor is for gaming. And for times like this where my brother-in-law wants to watch Star Wars Rebels, apparently. <laughs> 1080p is good, dude. Especially if you're watching Netflix and, and Blu-rays. It looks Well, my, fine, wife, my wife doesn't care. And we don't watch – when we watch movies, dad allows you know, everybody to watch on the 4K TV. <laughs> don't touch my KS8000. Don't touch my KS8000. Do you trust yeah, my KS8000? I put my fucking balls on your KS8000. <laughs> what are you going to do, Fred? <laughs> Look at that! Not look at that! Look at that stain right what there. What I tell you, it <laughs> comes back around. It's the Mortal Kombat thing. I'm not gonna do shit. <laughs> Never been in a fight in my life. <laughs> he walked in. Hey, Sean, what are you doing here? I got my fucking balls pressed against your TV. I'm like, like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> clean that off, sucker, dude. I bought barbecue, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and the the Samsung KS8000 man is a. Is a great TV, and I just I like to look at it. Even with the picture off, it just looks nice with the bezel and the little stands. It just looks nice, man. It's just it's fun. Yeah, a people come over. Of, and they're like, "That's a nice TV." A good piece of tech. You can look at it when it's not running and go, "That's a good piece of tech." Xbox One, the original. You're not looking at it ever going. That's a nice looking console. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big boxy motherfucking thing. Like it's. What is that, Onyx? <laughs> like, what is that? Is that a VCR? Like, is that one of those those seven disc DVD changers? <laughs> Remember those with the spiral? Oh man! Oh man! PS4 Pro surprisingly looks nice in person, even though it looks really shitty in pictures. I swapped my PS4 Pro for my PS4, and my wife didn't even notice. <laughs> Yeah, I guess she couldn't. You, yeah, it's slightly bigger, but she didn't notice. Slightly bigger. I mean, the only thing in white in my cabinet is my Xbox Slim, which is kind of, kind of an eyesore. Yeah, it's the same thing for me. I mean, yeah. what happened? We went from white consoles to black being the fancy thing, and then every once in a while they throw a white one in and charge you more, and then all of a sudden it's back to white, and the black ones cost. Well, just find something, man. You can't wait. You can't wait. Just, just admit defeat now, and it's all easier. Yeah, shout out, shout, big shout out to technology, man. 
and everything. Ooh. I want it all. I want it all. Oh, you know what? Shit, dude. Hour and 15 minutes. I haven't done any shout outs. Let's do some shout outs. Sweet. Um, Jesus Christ, man. I got carried away, dude. Like, this has been an effortless conversation. It's been awesome. <laughs> I know. I love this. All right, Fred. Go like this. Let's do some shout out. Let's do a shout out song. Let's right. do some shout outs. Shout outs. Let's shout do some out. shout outs. Shout it out. Yeah, shout outs. This is my shout out. I'm shouting out Evan Rachel Wood. She's so good in Westworld. Now I'm shouting out my mom for being so understanding of my craziness. And the first number one shout out is to Sean. <laughs> All right, seriously, big shout out to Hannah Tell. Oh, as always, Hannah Tell is awesome for that cool shout out theme you just heard. Big shout out to you, Hannah. Also, big shout out to Jason Galbraith. Jason Galbraith. Jason, change your last name. Make it easier for me to say. For coming on last week, uh, as you guys know, Jason does the Three is Comedy podcast. He does the What the Fuck is Success podcast. Fred, I think you'd be an awesome guest on the What the Fuck is Success podcast. I need to look that up. It's actually called WTF is Success. Um, It's more, it's a, it's a, it's a, he talks just, a bunch of different people about what kind of what you think success is. Not like you're super successful. Teach me about it. It's more like what do you think is success? And I think he actually you'd be a great guest, man. Um, it's, he just started that brand new podcast. Jason's a really cool dude, cool host. Um, also, big shout out to to Seagram's uh, Apple flavored <laughs> vodka. I'm gonna take another shot here. Uh, big All shout right, out to I'm Fred in- for coming on the podcast at uh, at. What time is it right now for you? Twelve thirty at night. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, cheers to this. Cheers to this uh, vodka. Here's to us. And that's not even like alcohol. I mean, it is alcohol, but can't tell. Can't tell. It's like Sprite. Mm, big shout out. Who do you want to get some shout outs to, Fred? Oh, you know, big shout out to to big shout out to Sean Freeman for putting uh, together the social dozen. It sucks that that was really confusing with 13 people trying to mix, mix max schedules with four it's different too many people. It's, it's, it's way too many uh, variables. But, I mean, <laughs> I love that idea. I was so on board with it. And Sean Freeman's such a good dude. And, uh, he is. And he's been so busy with, like, DJing and all this fun shit lately. Lately, he hasn't had time for us little peasants. <laughs> so also a big F you to you, Sean. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Sean's awesome, but it, I, I'm, if Sean stopped and thought, though, he dropped dead. Like he always he's busy, just, man. Dude. He's just running, man. He's just like, check out this picture of this cool place I'm DJing tonight. I'm like, screw you, man. You know what I'm doing tonight? I'm watching right. the OA eight episodes of the OA, dude. Because I have no life, Freeman. Freeman. Nah, nah. nah. Everybody's got their own idea. Of fun, you know. Hey, <laughs> I got to give it to Sean because Sean. The reason I tried to do cool intros, it really, it was, it directly connected to the way Sean's energy is to when he has a guest. Like he, when he brings somebody on his podcast and when I went on this podcast, I didn't know him too much, but he's just like, when I was talking, asking him for hints, how to do podcasts, like, dude, why don't you just come on knuckle or come on Zombiecast? And I'm like, Oh dude, freeze. I don't know what to do. I've been, I'm a big fan. I don't know if I can handle it. And, uh, and he comes on and introduces you, and you feel like, oh, dude, I'm best friends with Sean Freeman. Like, you know? Yeah, no, I you love get it. a high off his energy. Like, I do, it's man. awesome. I, yeah. dr- I, I directly soak that up, and I try to do that with every guest I have. I try to just make them feel like we are already friends. Let's relax and let's, 
Let's say a couple things we wish you didn't say later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it works. It's, I, that's how I feel, man. Shout outs, so. Fred. Shout outs. Sure. Uh, first and foremost, I got to give shout outs to, as you had said earlier, Chip Sella, Eli Olivares, and uh, Ryan uh, Swarren. Um, why am I blanking on his last name? Anyway, um, uh, my brother's uh, from another mother. <laughs> and you know what? To a certain extent, even Chris Gadgetman, even though he's not on the show, for the B-Team podcast, I am regretfully stepping down from that show uh, in the next two weeks, but I will be on for two more weeks. Um, and that's just because I've become a little disenchanted with modern day video games. And it's not to say I'm not going to play them, but I just had to take a step back. I'm not going to be playing any new games. I'm going to be playing a lot of old games, or if I play new games, I'm going to be playing them real slow. And so it just really hurts. Yeah, it hurts a modern day podcast. So I had to give a shout out to those guys because they are great. Uh, I think they're going to be having announcing my replacement soon, and that show is going to go on, and I cannot wait to be a listener uh, instead of a host. Uh, I'd rather be a host, but it's great to be a listener. I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to butt in and say, guys, big announcement. I'm the host on B-Team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, right. I'm just kidding. I'm just oh, kidding. see, I they don't they haven't told me yet who it is. I'm so. working when they do their podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I work Tuesday nights. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, Another big shout out to Trees. I don't know if you're familiar with him, Trees Sean. Trees but- is awesome, dude. Bo- he's he's uh, is he from Boston? Yeah, yeah, Boston Irish. Yeah, I love, I love that accent. Well, Trees has agreed to come on board with Gaming History 101 and join us. So me, Jam, and Trees are going to do an accent-heavy modern-day podcast, believe it or not, but not about the games we're playing, but more about the industry and the trends and things like that. And we're only doing one episode every two weeks for one hour. So it's a short but sweet modern-day podcast. So um, that's called Gaming History X. A take off of American History X, and uh, we're going to premiere that sometime, I think, in late January, early February. We're about to record the first show, um, but uh, we're going to premiere that, and I'm really excited about that and focusing on Gaming History 101 and doing a bunch of stuff going kind of in-house with that. But anyway, big shout-outs to Trees for that. Um, Got to give a big shout-out to uh, my wife, actually, because yeah. she uh, big has— Big shout-out to your wife because she can't tell the difference between 1080 and 4K. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. She can only hear out of one ear, so she doesn't care about surround sound. Uh, are you, and is that real, real talk? Dead serious, dead serious. She can't hear out of her right ear. Oh, um, that must be that. So, like, when you put surround sound, she's like, I can't tell Fred. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> man. Like, wow, you invoked her right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I love her because she. <laughs> I'm sorry, but she's like, honey, you're just like, honey, can you hear that surround sound from the left? To the right, it's just, it's amazing. Did you hear that? But when I run to the back speakers and try to listen if there's surround sound coming out, she just kind of has this, oh, fuck you face on. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like I, I love her to death. She is, uh, she gave me my daughter and she is a wonderful part of my life, but she's supportive of this, but she also calls me out of my bullshit and I need somebody who does both things simultaneously. So, um, but uh, and last but not least, I know it's sappy, but I gotta give a huge shout out to Carrie Fisher. Um, mm. She passed; it's unfortunate. But I think what a lot of people aren't aware is that she left a lot of great things, and it wasn't just Princess Leia or her roles as an actress. Um, if you've never read any of her books, you should. Um, they are fantastic. And so uh, I highly recommend people go check it out. I think she's got three of them. And they deal with all kinds of stuff like uh, somebody who struggles with depression and mental illness in in Hollywood and 
drug use and issues with you know interpersonal relationships and stuff she was an amazing person oh she, she wrote taken... autobiographies yes yes i didn't know that kind of kind of tell-alls but not for the glam of it but more i, I of love like tell-alls a... dude i love people who are open about whatever i love podcasters who are open about things actors who are open about talking about personal things man i love that she lived some shit <laughs> and, uh, and, and she reflects on those things and then learns from them and tries to help everybody else do the same. So uh, she's got to be my final one. Uh, again, I didn't cry when she died, uh, even though it was super sad, but uh, she was taken too soon. Uh, but she does leave behind her a legacy that is well worth checking out. And so with that, I think I'm going to bow out on my shout outs. Oh, some good shout outs, dude. I got to admit. Uh, did you watch Rogue One? I did. Yeah, you just see young Leia, Four like, like wow. yeah. You know what? I, I, the first one I technically watched was Episode Seven. Okay. 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 I loved it so much. I went back and watched all the other movies. The following like couple weeks, I watched the Rogue One, and you know the guy who was who was CGI'd in the whole movie was Tarkin. What's his name? Yeah, Tarkin. Yeah, Tarkin. Grandma Tarkin. Uh, the, I, the actor escapes me, and we could look it up, but it doesn't matter. He's been dead for years. I had no idea. That I was just like, this guy looks familiar. I'm not super familiar with the movie, so I only watched him once. This guy looks super familiar. And not until I heard Ted Bracewell, you know, from ZombieCast, uh, talking Ted, on yes. ZombieCast about that, that I even knew that was CGI. I thought that was really, like, the guy, I was like, this guy looks familiar. Until they, I was like, wow, CGI is freaking. Peter Cushing. Okay, there we go. Yeah, the actor is Peter Cushing. Um, CGI is crazy, man. I get a lot of people are getting. Um, I don't know if they're getting angry, but they're getting like the moral dilemma of bringing dead actors back. I'm like, I didn't even know, man. That was crazy. You know what? Actually, I'll give credit though. Lucas Arts has already come out and said, you know, even though we did the CGI thing with Peter Cushing and um, uh, Carrie Fisher uh, in Rogue One, it was a one-off. They said they will not be CGIing Carrie Fisher into future movies. But they just said she's going to be in the next two movies. She has already filmed all her scenes for episode eight and nine. nine. They could put her in without CGIing her in. I don't know how, but they could do. It. <laughs> they could do it. <laughs> Technology, man, it's crazy, dude. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm. Oh wait, uh, oh, Speaking of tech, speaking of tech, you have an mm -hmm. Oculus, right? I did. I sold it. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't good enough to keep. Uh, I get motion sick in VR, which is weird because I don't get motion sick on boats and I've never had motion sickness in real life. But I only want VR for the porn, right? That's all guys want is VR. You have VR a life, porn though. is not worth it. Oh, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> okay. I'm good, but don't sit there and think that if you're married, you don't need porn. That's a lie. Um, that being said, VR porn is not good. Chip and I ran it through the ringer. No pun intended. <laughs> okay, I downloaded. Okay, I bought one of those Google Cardboards, right? Uh huh. Okay, I'm a little drunk, so Google didn't come out right. Google, the Google Cardboard. Google, Google. <laughs> okay, Google Cardboards. So I, I put my phone in there. Um, I downloaded some of that, some stuff, right? It was, it was cool. But for some reason, with my Note Five, my Note Five, like, fuck this phone. And if I, if I tilt my head up, and it kind of readjusts, so like, when I go back down, it doesn't go back down. Yeah, kind of stays yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. So I end up like. I'm looking at, looking at the ceiling to keep a straight like view of things. I don't know if it's my phone 
or what? Okay, yeah, that's a that's an inherent problem with VR. Uh, the way Oculus solves that is there is a go-to button. I think it's the back button on an Xbox One controller or whatever the back buttons become, like the two-window button or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, that automatically, either that or the Xbox button, I can't remember now, automatically readjust so it immediately goes okay this is zero okay like so it'll relock you at but zero. you have your headphones so, on how do you know what the fuck zero is <laughs> well meaning like you're like okay i don't want to look up here in order to see what i'm trying to look at yeah. so you look straight ahead and you push that button and it'll readjust everything to being straight ahead so like it adjusts to you not the other way around okay well i'm waiting for vr to be good Wireless. enough to not do that shit that's when I'm jumping on board. Like I, I have not even put on the the PSVR. Like I've really wanted to go check out demos just to see what it's like. It works. It'll blow you away. You'll want to buy it. Um, for me, the big thing is VR needs to go wireless uh, because motion sickness won't be a problem when my I'm not moving with a analog stick. But with the Oculus, you had to sit still. With Vive, you've got room scale and you can kind of move around, but you're not moving around much. Once you can actually move around a room, motion sickness will leave VR because your brain no longer goes, wait a minute, I'm seeing you move, but I don't feel you move. I'm going to throw up because apparently it's like a natural response. Your body thinks it's been poisoned. So that's why you get nauseous. I can, I can totally see that. I think, I'm, yeah. I think I might be more excited for AR that way. Have uh, you seen those videos? And There's a video going around a couple of weeks ago of a guy talking to his daughter who's across across the country he's got a thing on like a ar like vr kind of ar type helmet like a hololens or like something. like a hol- kind of and it made a hologram of his daughter in his room whereas like he was looking at her right so like he's like kind of talking to his daughter playing with her kind of as if she's in the room with him have you seen this right uh i haven't seen it but i can visualize it okay yeah check out this video it's really cool um because that <laughs> that is going to be the ultimate webcam girl thing if you can have a stripper or a webcam girl in your bedroom. Well, and you know, there's a USB device that you can fuck now. So like, uh, we're there. We're there. We're, I mean, we haven't put the pieces together, but we have all the parts. I'm saying is, right? all I'm saying is Pornhub's going to have its own account with its own visa. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to oh, have yeah. like no interest free for the first 12 months. I'm going to have like strippers. I'm going to oh, like, I want, I want that one, that one, that one, and that one. I want that one also. That one, I'm all in my room right now, surrounding can me I in a circle. The, <laughs> can I get the rumored Donald Trump experience in Russia, please? No. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, it, it's we're almost there. We're yeah. almost there. But VR porn is not where it's at. Trust me. AR porn might be where it's at, but VR porn is not where it's at. I think AR anything is cool. I, I watched those videos where the guy had like a, it's like an AR. Mario is like a Mario mm-hmm. kind of floating in yeah. the air. You can play like, uh, dude, the way they show it in videos looks fantastic. I don't know if that's the way it looks when you actually have it on. Like I know I've seen uh, the, I've seen the, what is the Microsoft one called? HoloLens. HoloLens. Like that shit looks like you're actually looking at stuff. Does it look that cool when you have it on? Yes. Yes, it does. It really pulls it off. Like you can't believe it pulls it off. I can't. The problem is, is you want to interact with it. It's the same problem that VR has with 
not quite being able to see your hands and not quite being able to move like you want to. The same thing with AR. You see it, but you reach out to touch it and it doesn't do anything. Mm. Or you're problem. in a world that you try to walk forward and you run into your wall. Yeah, they need to bridge that gap. And they're going to get there. They clearly are too close to not get there. But we're not there yet. I know. I can't wait. And I don't want to jump on board because I know if I jump on board too early, I'm just going to be disappointed. I got lucky. I managed to sell my Oculus for 575 bucks. Oh, Bought it for lost, 600. <laughs> you yeah. lost 25 bucks, man. Cool. But did I? <laughs> no, I say you I had it for like eight months. And uh, I did keep my Oculus account, which has more than $350 in games. That's the other thing. VR is super expensive. The games are stupid expensive. Mm, yeah, because they're more of experiences, which I like. I would love to go skydiving or deep sea diving. I'm going to go deep sea diving with, with sharks and I want to feel fear and just pull that helmet oh, off and I disappear. It's called Time Machine VR. Oh my God. There is a sequence in that where you get attacked by an underwater creature and holy shit. <laughs> I want that, dude. That seems so freaking awesome, dude. The, the one thing VR can definitely do even now is the sense of scale. Like when you see GLaDOS in Portal, you don't feel intimidated. When you see a big T-Rex in Turok or whatever, something big, like at the end of Gears 4, when you see that big boss, yeah, it's big. You can con- you can conceptually say it's big, but you don't feel like it's right there in the room big. When you're in VR, you do. Yeah, you're I like, can imagine, dude. Shit, that thing is big. That's the one thing it can do. Like I cuz there's a the Robinson Robinson, that PS4 game that actually turned out to being turned out being kind of shitty, but it was all about dinosaurs, and th- that oh, seems yeah. so awesome. I would love to just kind of stand in one section, just kind of look around at a brontosaurus, like holy shit, you're tall. <laughs> the the one the one VR uh, demo that Oculus has that's really effective is you're sitting at the Smithsonian looking at a. Uh, a skull of a T-Rex and then a T-Rex enters the room and walks up to you and sniffs you and breathes on you and growls in your face and then walks past you. Ooh. And yeah, you're like, you're like Jurassic Park. If I don't move, it can't see me. You, no, you're sitting there and you're like, it can't hurt me. Like your logical brain's like, it can't hurt me. And your lizard brain's like, fucking run, fucking run, fucking run. <laughs> dude. Yes, dude. If I was in a <laughs> VR thing and I'm look, I'm in like some old crack house, right? I'm hanging out in a crack house. There's crack ha- people smoking crack to my left, pe- people smoking crack to my right. And there's all of a sudden this infestation of cockroaches comes f- coming out of the walls and the cracks and it starts coming at my feet. I'm going to freak out, dude, because I hate cockroaches. I mean, even if I knew it was VR, I'm going to like, okay, this is not cool. This is not cool. <laughs> I love being scared. I loved the game Outlast. I bought yeah, this uh, driver. Yeah, yeah. And there's a driver called Vorpex, which adds VR to certain games. And uh, I bought it. It's 40 bucks. It's really cheap. And it worked on Outlast. And so I set it up and I played Outlast in VR. And about five minutes later, there was no fucking way I was going to do that again. It was too much. It scared the absolute shit out of me. I need that, dude. I think I need a good scare. I kind of want to play Resident Evil 7 with VR support. I don't have the VR headset, but it seems really cool to do that. That's one of the ones that got me really sick. Um, Because the problem is, is that you're using the joysticks to move and your head to look. Yeah, I guess. I'm, and so yeah. your, your, your body is like, why are we moving? We shouldn't be moving. Um, but the concept's cool. The other thing I think people need to be ready for is resident evil seven is not 
quite the experience that that demo sold them on. It's a little bit closer to Resident Evil 1 is Hmm. what friends in the games press have said. It's a little more combat. It's a little more jump scare, a little more puzzles, a little less PT. And I I wonder how the collective masses are going to respond to that. I'm super psyched, but... I wonder if people are going into it hoping for a haunted house simulator like Outlast and they're not going to get that and they're going to freak out. I am I'm kind of excited about it. I've played the demo. Um, Mm. I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to red box it because I I saw this in red box. So I figure I can knock that out in a weekend. So I'll I'll waste nine bucks on it. That's perfect for me. It's going to be long. I think it's 15 hours, but. Okay. uh, Well, because some of my. Yeah, some of my buddies have beaten it um, uh, who work in Games Press. I think it's 15, 18 hours, something like that. But but again, you can definitely, even with one night, get a good feel for what that game is. The first five hours apparently gives you a perfect taste of what that game is. So you'll be fine there. Um, but uh, And have you played the extended version, the final version of the demo, the Midnight Edition, where you can go in the basement? Because if you've never gone to the basement and gotten attacked by a really hideous creature. No creatures. I just got grabbed by that guy as I was trying to leave the, leave the uh, house. Welcome to the family. No, you need to go back and replay that. Redownload it and replay it. That demo has gotten about twice as long. Oh, I got to redownload it? I was playing it on Steam. I was playing the, the PC version. Oh, okay. The, then you just haven't found the other parts. There are more parts of that house. It's creepy, man. It's definitely yeah. creepy. I mean, PC the was... basement stuff is freaky. Do you play PC? I played on PC and PS4. I've gone PC. I pre-bought... Wait, PC was on PS PC as well? PC and PS4. Like, I bought it on... Or I played the demo on Steam, PS4 Pro, and Xbox One, but I knew Xbox One wasn't gonna... On you know, PT? Oh, sorry. PT, I played on PS4. Oh, that was okay. only PS4. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, Resident Evil 7 is what I played yeah. on PS4 Pro and, uh, and PC. So. P- PT gave me the creeps, man. I, I had, I mean, obviously, there's no way to figure out how to fucking play through that demo without look, looking that shit up online. Oh, no, I totally figured it out on my own. Yeah, I figured out. I was talking into my. I started talking into my mic and to this fucking this alien baby dead thing in the in the sink. And I I'm in Mensa. Phone. You don't know. You don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm super smart like that, bro. I, I learn things quick, man. You, you're too slow, man. You're too slow. You've been hanging out with turtles lately. You've been swimming with the turtles. Yo, yo. Uh, no, yeah. I uh, I love PT though. And Allison Road. That was a fucking crazy demo. Oh I, no, I didn't try that. I heard that was a game coming out that got canceled. Uh, pretty much. The developer is still working on it, but he's working on it out of his home by himself, and he has no release date. That's that's a game that's almost canceled. Yeah, that's one of those, um, that's one of those ten years from now games. Yeah, uh, but uh, the there is a great fifteen minute video of the demo on YouTube. That's worthwhile. Hmm. Yeah, I want yeah. some scary shit, man. Yeah, it's a, it's in a it's in a British flat and. It does the PT thing a little, pretty good and maybe a little even more effective than PT. So I'd say they're neck and neck. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Shit, do you wear it like an hour and 40 minutes already on the recording? Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm making you run long. I'm sorry. No, no, no. There's no. I don't care if I'm running long. But I was like, let's talk some tech. We never really talked. We did. We kind of did. Uh, let's run through a couple things real quick. Sure. Are you, are you going to get the Nintendo Switch? No. 
Uh, yes, but not at launch. There's no reason to at launch for me. Okay, I'm not sure if I want it, but I did put my pre-order in just in case I want to keep that pre-order. Congrats it- for getting a pre-order. I tried to get one all last night, couldn't do it, and said, fuck this. <laughs> I went on a Best Buy right after it was announced, and they were there. They were like, not even pictures of the things yet. They were just... They were well, I was, I was on Best Buy refreshing as the thing was announced, like over and over again, F5, 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 never. Hmm. So that was my mistake for being there at the wrong times. But but everything that got announced was too late. Like, I have a Wii U. I know Breath of the Wild will run better and probably look better on the Switch. But it's good enough. And they just announced that um, the the Breath of the Wild Wii U version will come out day and date with the um, with the Switch version. So I'll get it March third or fifth or whatever the release date is when you do too so so i'm so i'm not sure if i'm keeping that i just put my pre-order in just because i saw it was there i was like if i don't do it now i may not be able to get it so you'll be maybe. able to pay it for a profit at worst i don't like doing that dude i don't i don't i feel kind of i i feel bad being that guy capitalistic society man if you don't do it, somebody else will. I could I could do it on eBay. I can't do it on Craigslist because if I have to go talk, like, here's the console, give me ha- double what I paid. <laughs> like, fuck, fuck that guy. Um, fuck that guy. So, I'm, I'm like, yeah, it sucks, but life, life's a bitch, man. Life's a bitch, dude. You know what the shitty thing is? The person who buys 20 of them and then sells them. Like, you come on, man. You gotta let... <laughs> you asshole. There are a ton of people who do that. Okay, so, so. I might keep the Switch. Uh Zelda, I love Zelda. I only love Zelda because I've only played one game, which is Wind Waker HD on the Wii U, and I loved it so much. I'm down for Zelda for now on. Dude, you need to tune into my live stream. I'm gonna do a quick walkthrough of uh, some secrets to uh, excel accelerate yourself on the NES Zelda. I played a little bit of the NES Zelda, but I don't remember it much. And I remember, and when I was younger, if I got stuck at any section of any game, I just stopped. <laughs> oh, people. <laughs> People are going to – I think people are going to be interested because I'm going to show you a way where in like 10 minutes you can get like the upgraded sword and have like six heart containers and stuff. People are going to be like, what the hell? Really? When's your live stream? Uh, starts 11 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. So that would be 8 p.m. your time I think. Uh, tomorrow night, Saturday night, and it's 24 straight hours. But don't worry. We'll be archiving everything and putting it live on GamingHistory101.com. So people will be able to watch it over and over again. Okay. So. Yeah, I was going to put this episode out Sunday, so I was like, It'd just be too late for it. Uh, well, I mean, we're, we're broadcasting till 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern Sunday night, so people will still be able to jump in there. They'll miss Zelda, but they'll be able to jump in there. Full schedule's up on GamingHistory101.com, so don't worry about it. GamingHistory101, I never heard of that. Is it good? Eh, it's all right. Yeah, I, heard I hear it. it's okay. I heard it's yeah. cool. The host you- is kind of a dick, but otherwise, he's okay. I got to admit, though, dude, I do miss being on all games. When Horrible Gamers was on the All Games Network, having that set schedule of 7 p.m. live show every Saturday was really fun. I had so much fun doing it. I, I really did, man. I kind of missed I missed the All Games Network. Well, and I'm uh, actually – it's unfortunate that it competes with B-Team, but right after Gaming History 101 on Tuesdays now, I'm going to be doing a live stream show on Twitch. So I'll be live streaming a retro game every single Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. You know, what is that? Uh, that's 6 p.m. Pacific. This, so. is, this is the one where you're going to go shirtless, the new shirtless and retro? 
Apparently, people say that if I show nipple, I can be banned from Twitch. Yeah, I guess that is true. We need to test that. Double standards, man. (laughs) Double standards, man. I don't see. I think dudes should be able to just let their let their freak flag fly, man. It's gonna be all wang when you tune in. (laughs) Just just you put the camera on the ground, just just pointed right up at your junk basket. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All you see is junk and the bottom of a controller. Okay, let's a couple more things before we get out of here. Um, AK, are you buying into it right away? How long do you think AK is going to take? We need need at least another five years for this, right? Yeah, AK compatibility is going to be there, but it's going to be mostly scaling. We haven't even figured out 4K. 8K is just for tech junkies and gurus, and uh, film can always do it because you can just scale it up. for me, nah, I'm out. I'm going to make the KS8000 uh, work for me probably for the next five years. And then I'll jump on board when you got a good solid foundation. It's established and HDMI 2.1 has been fully implemented into all devices. Yeah, because the first TVs that come out are always like four. I remember when Sony came out with the 4K TV, $5,000, 55 inch. It's like mm-hmm. 30 hertz or some bullshit. Didn't look very smooth. It looked clean with the demo, but... And then a couple of years later, now we have these like 65 inch 4K with HDR for a, a third of the price. And it's still like an archaic version of HDR. But you know what the reality is? It'll be the version of HDR that's around for the next five years. So, mm. yeah. You don't want to jump on new tech too early. And I think I jumped too early, but I really like my TV. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. I waited a while. I was waiting for the right price and features and i thought the the samsung ks 8000 was the perfect time plus plus i was i'm not gonna say i was depressed but i moved into a place my own place i'm in a i'm in my own apartment now i got a one bedroom and i was a little depressed and i'm like i need to buy something expensive right now (laughs) to fill this hole for a couple weeks (laughs) i totally get that yeah yep I never had a living room to hang out. I always had roommates where I'd I'd hang out in my room, and it was very small. So I'm like, I have a living room, 65-inch, dude. Let's do it, man. That's the best. No, that's that's the best way to celebrate it, man. You did good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. If you say it's good, then I'm I'm pretty... pretty. (laughs) Let's see. What else do we got? What else do we... There's some CES things going on. I wasn't really paying attention. There's some new TVs that, like, screen has the sound in it. (laughs) Oh... I don't understand that. <laughs> I, I I haven't gotten a good explanation for that one because actually we've I've launched a couple of podcasts. We've got Gaming History 101. We've got the Gaming History X that's coming. The other two are Gaming Tech 101. I did like a so far. There's only been three episodes, and they were like, how does an SD TV work? How does an HD TV work? How does a 4K TV work? And now I'm going on to sound, and then I'll soon be going through all of the uh, consoles. How does an NES work? How does a cartridge work? Things like that. Oh, come and on, it'll man. just be like tech stuff for people who care. Um, the other one we do is Horror 101. That's just for fun. Me and Jam watch horror movies and H-W-O-R-E? do a podcast. H-W-O-R-E? Uh, no. H-O-R-R-O. Oh. I was like, I'm on board with that, dude. You can bring it on some... some... <laughs> hey, if I could do a Horror 101 podcast, that's cool. But you know what? Dan Savage has me nailed. But uh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Horror 101. And that's all on your iTunes feeds and stuff like that if you want to go look it up. But uh, look for the one that has Gaming History 101. It's it's co-branded. So we've we've done a smart job with that. But we just watch horror movies and we talk over them. So like the idea is you're supposed to turn on the horror movie and you should have seen it already. Turn off the sound, turn on the subtitles and then listen to our podcast. Oh, nice. So you think of it as like a riff tracks, except we're not making fun of the movie. We're actually telling you a bunch of behind the scenes stuff. We do a ton of research. Again, like Gaming History 101, Dude, we do a ton of back you're research. You're doing on it. too much, Fred. You're doing too much. You're trying with this much. shit. Research trying is not to. fun. Reading, not fun. Earlier, I when get you get fun. I don't know. <laughs> earlier, you're like, Carrie Fisher. I'm like, yeah, awesome. And you're like, have you ever read her book? And I'm like, oh, read. Don't like that word. Uh, Check out. I've got good news for you. All three of her books are, or four are on Audible. Okay. So you can get the video, the, the book versions on audio, and I think she reads them. So there you go. Oh, I'm down yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. That shit's available. She did them all because she knew she knew people wouldn't want to read it. So that I, I respect her for that too. So yeah, all of her books, whether they're on Audible or Amazon, they are all in audiobook form, and I'm pretty sure she reads all of them. I think she insisted on that. That seems so, pretty cool. I might be interested yeah. in that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Let's see. So. They got I know there's some new four. 4K projectors that are supposed to be really nice. You can actually project it on uneven surfaces and it'll look nice. Yeah, I don't trust projectors. I, Too I much don't lag. either, man. Too much lag. Yeah, yeah I hell can't trust yeah. them. Yeah. I, We're I, gamers. We don't trust them. For movies, they're fine. For gamers, it can't work. Yeah, movies, everything's fine. You can just turn on the smooth motion. Yeah, it looks great. looks smooth. Do, oh, it on, do it on a game with 120 uh, milliseconds of lag. You're like, shit, it can't shoot anything. Oh no no yeah like like movies if fuck they, you could be two hours behind the movie it doesn't matter as long as it knows how to get caught up yeah video games completely different story yeah yeah, yeah totally uh, anything else what else do they have at CES anything mm. a lot of camera stuffs coming out with super yeah. megapixels and lighting and uh I don't know crap shit that I don't know about. CES doesn't uh, – the big thing at CES I heard was household appliances with Wi-Fi. My trash is going to tell me how much trash I throw Oh, away. your fridge too. Tell me. Yeah, fucking – my fridge should do one thing, make things cold. Maybe two, play Doom. But otherwise, it shouldn't do anything else. Um, yeah, you can make stuff cold and you can play Doom. That's the only two things you can do. But uh, but yeah, uh, CES is is okay. Like I said – it's an interesting year, though, for games. We've got, you know, oh, uh, one thing that was at CES was <laughs> they didn't make good on it, but Radeon was like, yo, we got some graphics cards we're about to unlo- uh, unleash in March that are going to fucking destroy NVIDIA's 1080 and Titan and all that stuff. And it'd probably be the same price Let's or cheaper. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Although, I've got one of each. I'm rocking a Radeon right now, a Radeon uh, RX 480, and it's pretty impressive. I was, like uh, a, was that the two hundred dollar one? Yep, it's pretty impressive what that thing. I got it on Newegg, uh, one eighty nine with a twenty dollar mail in rebate. It's pretty impressive what that thing's capable of doing for like basically a buck sixty. Wow! Like, especially compared to my ten seventy, I am impressed with what it's capable of. And it's bottlenecked a little bit because this is an older PC build. I made a budget build real quick and then just slapped a four eighty into it. But uh, so I'm I'm curious to see what Radeon's going to bring. Uh, we got the Switch. Uh, again, the Switch's biggest problem is that if you are okay playing Breath of the Wild on the Wii U, there's nothing coming out for like six months. Like nothing really. And that's my big takeaway. So I want the Switch. I will own the Switch. My Mario Odyssey looked amazing. I haven't seen it. I've only heard 
through a podcast about a couple of things. I have not it's, actually watched the anything. It's open world Mario from the guy who directed Mario sixty four. That's cool. Okay, I'm in. Um, Mario Kart eight plus or whatever is coming out near launch like in the month of march i think is it deluxe but mario kart 8 or something it's just mario kart 8 with all the dlc and stuff and a couple of extra characters which is cool but like i've got mario kart 8 on the wii u like yeah. that's the thing it's like they're for those of us who bought the wii u and bought all the big titles like it's hard to sell us on it so we'll see with the switch scorpio's coming this year and microsoft with canceling Scalebound and stuff I am very curious to see what the business model for Scorpio is. Is it an upgrade console? Is it a replacement? What are they going to do? Yeah, you keep, you keep seeing all these, like, uh, in quotes, like, the Scorpio's coming, it's a beast. You know, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. of course. But there, I keep hearing those kind of quotes. And I, I'm probably, I wasn't going to jump on board. I'm like, I have a PC. I can run every Windows game on my PC. But I'm, I'm really loving having the console experience. I don't have to worry about anything besides playing the freaking game. <laughs> I th I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a Scorpio. Okay. I, I, I'm the opposite end, but not because of that. It's just that I like to tweak. So because I like to nitpick, like, oh, my God. Like, I got – I went half-staff when I opened up Gears on PC and saw, like, a hundred different things I could tweak to change the frame. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, oh, my God. I am never beating the fucking tutorial because I am going to spend eight hours doing this. Oh, dude, uh, I hate that. I, I, it's I, Chip's <laughs> nightmare. It's Chip's fucking nightmare. He's like, no. <laughs> When I run it, if it runs, that's that's the settings it's going to be on. Like, whatever it runs at at launch is the settings. Mm -mm. If the game plays, I'm done. I'm a console gamer. And so I was like, okay. So that's his perspective. So we'll see what that is. The one thing that's making me nervous, Dead Rising 4 uh, was supposed to be an Xbox Anywhere game. And then out of nowhere, they didn't even do a big deal out of it. They did a little press release that really didn't hit the websites. Like, two three weeks before that release that was like uh actually it's gonna be two SKUs. you have to buy it either on pc or ps4 or yeah. xbox One. and now Scalebound's another xbox anywhere that's having problems it's like scale Scalebound got canceled right yeah and so the game has problems but this is more xbox anywhere stuff it's just like you know the first year of xbox anywhere has been okay but it hasn't been great and i had all those problems with recore like I'm worried about where Microsoft's mm. at right now. They've got tons of money, though. And as Kevin Smith taught me, you can just throw some money at a problem and yeah. fix a bunch <laughs> of things. So we'll see what happens. But I'm very curious. It's going to be an interesting E3. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm, I'm just bring them. Give me all the new shit. Just tell me there's new shit coming out, and I'll come up with money out of pay for it. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my thing. Um, CES did have the first uh, uh, Vive, the Vive VR helmet. Uh, it goes Wi-Fi with a $250 adapter uh, this year. So you have to buy an $800 Vive. Oh, you have to have God. A PC that can, yeah, you have to have a PC that can run it, which you do. And then you buy this separate $250 adapter, but it makes it wireless. And VR that's wireless is pretty slick. Now, it is a battery-powered thing that has a rechargeable battery, but it only runs like 90 minutes two hours i think tops that's all you need in vr before you get sick anyways right not before you get sick but yeah you don't want to be in vr too long it's like coming out of the matrix like suddenly you're like okay my body like i have literally had times where for the rest of the afternoon my body didn't feel right because i had spent too long in vr like three hours like 
Yeah. I can't even I'm run an, I can't run an Oculus. Like I told you before, I've only got two USB 3.0s and I'm like, I'm not going to change my motherboard to add Oculus and then Well, you know, and I I don't want to naysay the I think the Oculus is the stronger product. I'm sorry. I know yeah. people will disagree with me, but that's how I feel. The Vive is the cooler product and it does the cooler things right now and it needs one USB 2.0. That's it. 2.0, not 3.0. Yeah. So the Vive is more tempting, but the problem is you're gambling with a thousand bucks on everything you buy right yes. now. And I am like, be careful, guys. Yeah, I, did a, I did a full month's research before I bought a TV. I'm like, I'm not buying another TV and, and, and not being happy. I need to know everything about it. Well, and that's just the hardware, the games. I just told you I spent $400 on games in like six months and I only own like a dozen games. And none of them are longer than three hours. <laughs> Kronos. That's the one. It's like a Dark Souls game. That one was like 20 hours. Oh, that, I didn't even know that came out. Yeah, I remember that. It's like a third person. You can kind of like look around. Mm-hmm. Look at my oh, yeah. You're, you're third person. You just kind of look around. Yeah. Um, mm. Oh, yeah. it'll get there. And when it gets there, I'll probably jump on board. I just don't want to do it now because I know it'll be something that's just sitting around. And I... Also, I don't need. I fear that's to... what your switch is going to be uh, for those first. Six I don't months. think I'm going to get the switch. I got it just in case, but I don't think I'm going to get it because I got, I got the Wii U day one, and I was mm. disappointed on waiting for something to play and waiting and waiting, and I sold it, and then I bought another one because I wanted to play Zelda, and I waited and waited, and then I sold that one. So I figured the, the switch might be the oh, same, wow. so I'm going to wait. See, I pulled the trigger at the Wind Waker HD console the one that's like zelda themed console i bought that and then i bought i bought i've probably got a dozen maybe 15 wii u games but i did get the devil's third i got the well now they want to charge you for the the online shit they are going to charge you for how much and they're only going to give you some old games that nobody oh did you see those price points i didn't oh okay there's tears real quick quick, uh the online they didn't Say I think, but if they did, I think it was fifty a year, and every month you get one virtual console game, but it goes away when that month is over. It's only playable what? during oh, that. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. Yeah. Plus, plus, plus. Are you ready for this? Um, the uh, docking station that your tablet goes into, ninety dollars to replace, and it's just plastic with an HDMI port. Uh, the other big one was the controller, uh, the FunCon or whatever they yeah. call it. Those are fucking $80. The one that looks like an Xbox controller? Yeah. No, not the Pro. The Pro. Oh, you're they, talking about the Joy-Cons. I, the Joy-Cons. Yeah. A Joy-Con, a replacement Joy-Con or a second one, 80 bucks. Oh, those look like they're flimsy. I think I'm out, dude. I'm, I'm out. I checked out. Now I want to watch other people play Nintendo games. I don't want to play them. <laughs> The only thing that can change my mind is if Otter releases a box. For the, that's the other thing. That tablet is so unprotected. Like, and everyone's like, yeah, Nintendo makes strong products. I said, not since the N64 they haven't. <laughs> the Wii, if you look at the Wii funny, it fucking shits the bed. Yeah. And I don't know about the Wii U. I never dropped it down a flight of stairs, but the Wii dies easily. The N64, you should try though. It. Drop it down a flight of stairs. You got some stairs out there? I do. I have plenty. The, the, the N64, though, I could shoot that with a gun and it'll still play games. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, in the tech world, 
that's about it. I've been fucking with a lot of uh, like software and stuff. Like big things for me right now are media servers and stuff. Oh well, and I'm modding old consoles for RGB. Do you have uh, a, an NES Classic? No, but I have better than that. Oh, it's not better if it doesn't look that cool. Because the NES Classic just looks cool. You want to see it? Oh, Hold on. Let, let's see it. Oh shit, he's gonna pull out something here. He's pulling his pants down. He can't hear me. His headphones off. <laughs> Well, that looks like a freaking Nintendo. This is called the AVS. It's uh, it's got actual Nintendo ports in the front. Yeah, it's got HDMI out in the back. It outputs at 720p, and just to show you, it takes carts. It takes Nintendo carts or Famicom carts. It'll take either one. Okay, it almost looks like okay. the old. It looks like the original NES kind of. You've got the gray and black. It's yeah, it's the old. It's got old, old NES buttons. It's got yeah. You said uh, cost one eighty five, which people thought was ridiculous until people started selling the NES Classic Edition for over two hundred bucks. And guess what? Because it's got cartridges, I can play whatever the fuck I want on it. So mm, I saw I saw a friend of mine learn how to hack the NES Classic and add a bunch of games to it. Yeah, you can do that, and it works. It works. It works fine. Um, but uh, but yeah yeah for for me uh, I'm gonna stick with my AVS but for most people the NES Classic Edition I just wish it could get on store shelves because it's not <laughs> yeah it's I'm worried bucks. Nintendo's not gonna do a good job of restocking that ever yeah they don't give a shit they just want people to be excited about it <laughs> yeah they just wanted it in the news so that people will buy the Switch yeah that's my my cynical take on it and i'm an investor in nintendo and i watch the stocks tank i watch my stock lose 20 percent of its value overnight so i think i'm more interested in what nintendo does than most <laughs> with all of that said fred yeah damn it's been a good conversation dude effortless yeah i'm sorry it went so long no no, but, no don't uh, worry about i'm not worried about the length i'm absolutely not worried about the length that this is cool, cool. i mean I I just had all this stuff. I still want. I still want to talk about shit, but I've never. You know, I don't, can't go for two and a half hours. It just would, would be fair. awkward, man. So look at an awkward, horribly <laughs> awkward two and a half hour episode would be insane. There you go. I agree. <laughs> I do appreciate it, man. This has been awesome, and you, I, we should get like four techies together and do another episode and just. Talk we totally shit. should. Yeah, it's always fun. Every once in a while, I like to throw a little, a little podcast party. It's always fun. Will you help me set it up, and uh, I'm there. Awesome. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I got some some ideas. Cool. But before we go, Fred. Yes. Let's get to the wrap-up! All right! Hey, yo, Freeman. Yo, what's up, Iams? Dude, what's left to do? I don't know, man. Wrap it up, son! No, 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 okay, we'll be quick. Okay, so GamingHistory101.com is the central hub. That's where everything is. You can see everything. We are doing the live stream. That's at twitch.tv forward slash G as in gaming, H as in history, 101. Uh, that's going to be 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Saturday night till 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Standard Time Sunday night. That's our fundraiser. We are a fully community-funded podcast, so we have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash gaminghistory101. We don't ask for much, um, but basically we are 
self-funded and have been for the last four years. We are continuing that trend. We look forward to it. Um, other than that, uh, I have a weird YouTube, but it's where all my video content is, which tends to be our most popular. Uh, well, second most popular. The podcast is number one, but um, which is youtube.com forward slash V is in Victor, G is in gaming, P is in Paul, T is in Tom, G is in gaming, S is in Sam. So VGP TGS. You can't change it once you lock it in. I know it's terrible, but there's a link on GamingHistory101.com. It's the easier way to go. Uh, We also started a VidMe page, which is just another kind of YouTube competitor. It's vid.me forward slash GH101. And the reason I recommend people go there is because I do a couple of video series that people really like. One is called Version, where I take really popular games like Resident Evil 2, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter 2, and I play every single version that ever released. I did a Doom one, 17 versions of Doom. Played all 17 versions. I show them off. I tell you the differences, and then I make a final verdict. The other thing I do is Cron CD. I'm really into CD console gamings. So I play every single CD console-based game that ever existed in history, including Japan, in chronological order. And release like one-hour videos that show these off in in short stints. It's like usually 15 games a video. Um, Those are all on the VidMe. They're also on the YouTube, but the VidMe is only original content. So you can check all that stuff out. Uh, And then, of course, on your favorite podcast stuff, Stitcher, iTunes, whatnot, Gaming History 101, um, Horror 101, Gaming Tech 101. Soon Gaming History X will join it. You can look all that stuff up. And then, of course, my former show, but it's great. This year or this week, we're doing episode 400. Wow. 400 weeks in a row. And it's our game of the year show we call The Ball Gaggies. Any porn fan will be a big fan of that. We do not kink shame at the B team. I listened to your ball gaggies last year. Okay, yeah, we're doing the ball gaggies this year. It's going to be huge. We've got, I think, six people joining in. We have reformatted the whole thing. It's going to be a lot of fun. But episode 400 will be this Tuesday night, live on all games at 9 p.m. Eastern. Or, of course, it's at thebteampodcast.com. And we are going to do our Game of the Year show, the ball gaggies, for episode 400. And I'm very pleased to be part of that. So stay tuned with them. Keep listening to them, even though I'm not going to be on the show, because those boys do great work. Yeah, they're fun. B-Team is fun. They're on the All Games Network. When I was in Horrible Gamers, we were on the All Games Network. I've had Chip on. I've had Eli. I've had Fred. You were on the... We came on the, the Horrible Gamers podcast before. Yeah. You guys are awesome dudes. Thanks. Awesome uh, dudes. Yeah, and, and that show is going to continue on. It's stronger than ever, and it's going to kick ass. And so I'm sorry I can't be a part of it, but it's because I wouldn't help that show be better. And that's, that's a disservice to my co-hosts, so... You know, and again, they insisted otherwise, but uh, but for now, I'm going to take a hiatus and do that stuff. But uh, yeah, definitely check all that stuff out um, and come find me. But yeah, for now, I focus all on gaming. So if you're not into gaming, I Twitter. understand. What about Twitter, man? Oh, Twitter. I am at Spiders Venom, S-P-Y-D-E-R-S-V-E-N-O-M. And Gaming History 101 is at the real GH101 because... There is a fucking... He was 13, now he's 18-year-old kid <laughs> who squatted all my shit, took the Gaming History 101 name on all the free stuff. He doesn't own the .com, he doesn't own any of that stuff, but he grabbed the Facebook and he grabbed the YouTube, and so people go looking for my stuff at youtube.com forward slash Gaming History 101, and they're like, why is this 
young kid doing this shit. And what pisses me off is he releases videos that cover what my podcast covered. He no. basically listens to my podcast. Who is this makes kid? It, I don't know. And I don't wish any ill will on him. I've told – because somebody went after him. Somebody like fucked with him online and I said, don't do that. Uh, I don't want ill will on this guy. He's just a kid. Whatever. He And, and he likes old video games, so I'm in. But – yeah, he's a squatter, and he took my stuff, and it's my own fault for not having locked that stuff down in advance. But <sighs> so we had to go with at the real GH101 so people knew. Ah, <laughs> uh, I get it, man. When we were doing Horrible Gamers, some kids, some little little kids, right after we came out and, and had the YouTube channel, right after that, some other kids added, like, the Horrible Gamers, and it was ridiculous, and they were like, sitting back on the couch with like a, a phone camera filming them play like GTA five on a CRT TV from a distance. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was, it was the dumbest shit ever. And I was like, I'll send him a message. like, this is ridiculous. Like, you guys just started this. This is bullshit. <laughs> and I mean, I'll give the kid credit. Like, like maybe he didn't steal the information from my site. It's just weird how like I'll do something on the Famicom disc system. And then that week he released a video on the Famicom disc system, but the information is open to all. And so the way I looked at it was, eh, if he's helping informing people about it, I'll let it go. Cause mm. I have no legal bearing to fight him. So, yeah. but you know, Hey, so yeah, this, that's where you can find us on Twitter. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> check out, um, B team, check out Gaming History 101. It's really cool. If you want to, like, there, there'll be a specific ep- episode just on HDMIs and all the HDMI ports are 4K HDR. I mean, you can learn. You, you're teaching people shit. I love that, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, we do fun stuff. Like, we do, we also do the stuff that more people probably want to listen to, which is like the rise and fall of Atari, if you've ever wondered about that, or like, you know, Sonic and yeah. uh, Mario and Zelda and all that stuff. So. Yeah, my, we my have friend shout Henley. Out to you know Henley friends. Merrill, right? Henley Merrill. Oh, Friendship. I know him. Yeah, good well. friends. Yeah. He 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 loves what you're doing. He'll he'll like. I was yeah, trying to get him on tonight, but it was too late for him. He's been great, and I hope to have him as a guest on Gaming History X uh, quickly. Uh, we are also going to do a bunch of interviews and stuff with industry people, so stay tuned for that. Old and new. Uh, I want to have Mark Tremail on at the who was the guy who kind of was responsible for like. I don't know, like Smash TV. And I want to do him in the same week that we have on like somebody who made a game last week, you know, so we'll, we'll have some fun stuff. So stay tuned for that. Awesome, man. Can't wait. So you guys know, I'm going to run through this real quick. Horribly Awkward is part of the BS Podcast Network. Shoot over to bspodcastnetwork.com. There's a lot of shows in the BS Podcast Network. You can check them all out right there. You can find me personally on Twitter at They Call Me Imes, as well as all video game platforms. They Call Me Imes. Yep. You can find me there. On Twitter, I'm at awkward underscore podcast. That email is horribly awkward podcast at gmail.com. The voicemail is 510-600-3475. I got a Facebook page, YouTube channel, Instagram, all that stuff. I forgot I had voicemails. I'm going to put all those voicemails at the end of this podcast. You know what? I'm going to save those voicemails for next week. Thanks, Ray, for leaving the voicemails. If you hear this, man, I'm going to play them next week. I totally forgot. We got carried away. Um, Sorry. Yeah, all that stuff. Stay tuned for, for, for Fred's story after the credits i don't know if they're credits but after <laughs> whatever after what happens next you're gonna hear fred's story that which uh made us do our crazy uh crazy uh, weather improv uh that's it i think that's about right <laughs> all right fred as gidget would say peace out brussels sprouts hey it's the s to the m and the l to the is 
chickens in the house to drop your and listen. Poor with glee, backward cock flies. Merrily sock, bird tell a cat. Destiny doctor down cat. Carelessly squandered lamb. Heavenly slaughtered broadcast. It's the horribly awkward podcast. Cool. I just started. I got Fred Rojas. Fred, congrats on the drill. We we do improv on this podcast, which is um, um very sloppy and weird. Uh, before we do that, I ask you to tell me a story, any story, random story, just a short story, anything, anything in the world. All right. Um, hmm. Doesn't have to be epic. You don't have to really think it out. It just could be the All most right, random yeah, shit. No. I got it. Okay, so so right now um, I live in Kansas City, and we're about to get hit with what they call ice mageddon. It's going to be like a big ice storm and everything. Um, and this is going to kind of point out some of my cynicism, but uh, but basically, it was supposed to happen start today. Um, but before we ever had any hints of that, before the weatherman ever did anything, like they called off school and people called off of work and did a bunch of stuff like that. And uh, I just remember being at the store today. Um, I had to run and just grab a couple of vegetables for dinner. And um, I went to the store and like people act like fools. Like it's just ridiculous with the shit they buy at places because I'm over at Walmart and this woman's like coming out of, with a cart just full of milk and bread and toilet paper and paper towels and I'm like why what what is going to happen in the next 3 days <laughs> that it's going to necessitate 3 gallons of milk you know and there's a part of me that and I I have the balls to do this but you're just being an asshole at that point I want to go up to her and say please walk me through your thought process because <laughs> I got like a half gallon that's like half drank and I think I'm good. I <laughs> know oh, yeah, it's like the end of the world, man. It's fucking zombies are out there, dude. Yeah, and they were out of Doritos. I mean, you want to talk about the worst thing in the world. Like, not just like out of nacho cheese. They were out of Doritos. Like the whole damn shelf of Walmart was out of Doritos. And I said, How do they justify that one? All nacho <laughs> flavor or all flavors of Doritos? All flavors of Doritos. Really? There was like well, there was one cool ranch that had seen some better days. <laughs> it was had a hole in it. It was like half missing. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. That's a horribly awkward show.